0: Welcome to episode
1: 140 of Squared Circle Gazette Radio. I am Liam O'Rourke, alongside Carl Jones.
2: This week's podcast is not sponsored by Stridex Pads.
1: And Kieran O'Rourke. Who is it sponsored by Carl? And we are back this week for the first time in a... Quite a while, gentlemen. To talk about SummerSlam 2018, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn and beyond, uh, a lot has gone down in the world of wrestling since we last convened around this oaken table, gentlemen, it's been about a month since our last show, one of our uh, longest hiatuses, if you will.
2: Well, I, I kind of feel it was needed after we'd racked our brains over what we were going to do with Hogan. LAUGHTER
1: yeah, so with that being said, obviously, a lot's happened. Um, the G1 Climax has come and gone, and an awesome tournament it was. But we're uh, going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no, we am going to talk about that. World of Sport has made its debut on ITV, and the ratings have plummeted. I have thoughts about that. <laughs> uh, ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling have sold out Madison Square Garden in uh, in uh, the month of April next year. The WWE has a uh, Evolution pay-per-view coming up. Dave has gotten himself in hot water, and lots more fun and games. But we're going to talk... I haven't, I haven't seen NXT takeover and SummerSlam primarily today.
0: Any wrestling since we did lasted the timelines up until this weekend?
1: Yeah, so that's actually kind it's of bliss. An, it's <laughs> kind of been an intre- it's going to be an interesting kind of a podcast to do for that very reason because usually, obviously, we're 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 following and studying the game. the The product itself, not exactly setting the world on fire lately. And in terms of like getting your interest and getting your gears moving week to week, not so much, not so much anymore. Hasn't been for a while. So uh, we'll kind of see how we kind of view these shows through that lens uh, on this very episode. A lot's been said about these two shows, so we'll get right to it. Uh, kicking off NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, we'll go chronologically. Uh, Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain starts the show here uh, to kick us off. So uh, we'll, I'll throw this one around the table very quickly, but I'm not a big fan of the name Mustache Mountain, by the way, for a tag team.
0: Why does it, every British guy have to like, have a, a moustache?
1: well Tyler Bate has kind of a full beard and no discernible moustache anymore so I'm not a big fan of
0: this What? Well, that's not false advertising it, was I was thinking it, it, it is to me Jack Guy with the umbrella what's his name Jack Oh, Kitch- Jack Gallagher there you go Jack Gallagher he had a moustache I'm sure there's another British guy with a moustache there's plenty of them I'm sure I'm thinking of Lord Kitchener anyway <laughs> point is it really doesn't differentiate them from, from any other unless they just Americans assume all British guys have moustaches
1: yes well
2: so. a lot of them do assume that we just drink tea and eat crumpets and love the royal family
0: mm, that's true
1: yeah, so Trent Seven, Tyler Bates, mm. your British contribution to the NXT Takeover show. Um, I love Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly as a tag team; they're fucking great.
2: <laughs> they What I will say is, I, I did enjoy the match. Yeah, the sort of opener you kind of expect from NXT. The crowd were eating it up. Um, there was one spot that grated on me slightly, though. It's the spot where Bates in the is it the figure four right and they they tease the throne of the town, oh the yeah, the, and he's the, he's okay. there just pleading for the talent any other time in a tag match you just run in and, tre- and t- tread on him, yeah, so why not just do that it's 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 we've talked about this sort of idea of false drama, and it really to me it was sort of the definition of the square pegging around holes and things like no, I don't believe this because yeah. you don't do it. In any other instance, in a tag matches, so it, yeah, it just feels too contrived.
1: It was a playoff of the TV match, so I understand the kind of the logic behind the spot. But at the same time, it it felt very out of place. it Actually, wouldn't have been completely out of place if they'd done it like in the heat.
2: Yeah, it would have been a bit different there. But I suppose o- O'Reilly and and Strong's a, a tag are like infinitely better together than they would be apart. But they're not exactly. They don't shit charisma, do they? They're not edging. And Christian, they and they, and they and they kind of. And no, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not, I would never claim to be the most charismatic person myself, but oh, but they. It's the way they. <laughs> they clearly try. Roderick Strong, in particular. He's just like trying so hard. And he's like, no, it's just <laughs> a, it's just unnatural, Roderick. Don't you know? You're fooling no one.
1: I yeah. like Kyle's shit-eating guitar yeah. it's getting better think it's
0: not getting better but that's why it's good <laughs> that's, that's what I mean I'm enjoying the guy. is a do- he's a the, cheesed it. he's a douche and he's like you look at his face he's got a douchebag face a oh, gurning face and his douchebag mannerisms and but it's okay if you're meant to be a douchebag I don't mind it yeah, so you yeah. no, good for you so yeah he's grown on me um, I like them as a team some nice uh, near falls the crowd bought uh, for the first match it was quite surprising but um, obviously the makeup of um, NXT shows as being fewer matches and everyone gets their time very much um, kind of influenced maybe directly or indirectly by New Japan in that respect letting things yeah. breathe and um, yeah just much more gratifying content overall as a show I'd say than obviously yeah. the next night with Popcorn filler for most of the show so oh, I enjoyed, enjoyed everything on the show but yeah into this match is a fine opener um,
2: do you think it probably helped that um that they'd done a title change before, in a sense. Of, I'm trying to be a bit too much into the weeds, as it were. But just the sense of, well, they have beaten them before, so it's possible. So on that basis, they would buy into the the idea of the near falls a bit
0: more as well. Um, I I wouldn't necessarily say that influenced. I think the biggest influence is that craigs go to NXT, willing to be, well, at least prepared to be. Entertained and kind of facilitate it themselves yeah, by getting into things, show, yeah. Um, and it's in a surprisingly less obnoxious way than you would get on uh, the main roster. Probably because the the actual project you get into react to is better anyway, so it's less less Um What was the question? Can't remember. It, match. <laughs> oh, I match. A good match. Yeah. Uh, well, Trent. I'm not sure I've ever seen Trent Seven in my life. Is his body always been this bad? <laughs> um, we, can, we, can, we can't body shame in 2018. I can. <laughs> <Have> you... <laughs> actually, was it the last show you referred to me as a shock jock? I, 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 I've had that in my mind since, Liam. I, I really do see, think it's my calling in life is to be the English Howard Stern. Yeah. And he's a pussy anyway, so fuck that guy. <laughs>
1: Easy. Trent Seven was actually, and you can say what you want about body shame, but since you brought it up, he, he was originally supposed to be the first UK champion. Until Triple Eight saw his physique and changed his mind. Hmm. So there's a little uh, inside scoop. I, as much as I liked the match, I didn't think it was as good as the one they had with... only uh, Lorcan and Birch, Danny Birch, from the previous taker. I thought that was a better match than this. Uh, and they did a lot of kind of... They kind of blew through. I mean, as much as the people got into the match, and yeah, I'm glad they did, they pretty much burned through like, every finisher that Mustache Mountain had to get those near falls. So, you know, comes with the good and the bad. But transitioning from one physique that may not be so stellar to another one that is and we're talking about Mr. Ethan Carter III here. he oh goes up God. against Velveteen Dream who by the way is still fucking great on his entrances I love watching the Velveteen Dream just come out and be himself oh,
2: it's tremendous especially with the, uh, the call me up Vince I knew
0: that I'd get a smile from you <laughs> yeah but <laughs> that's the thing straight into this match okay I love the Dream he's uh, you get the asterisks with him because he's so young and and, and and he's green in many respects but I just love the guy with a bit of creativity imagination and you
2: just you just think that because he's got a because, let's see, he's got the act down, even at this age. You know, so he's got it down, Pat, and it's it's great. And you'd you assume, right or wrong, or other it, he'll mature in the ring. So, you know, give it a couple of years. With already having the act nailed down, he'll be absolutely fantastic.
0: I hope so. I do like the guy. Um, yeah, the casting in this match. So you get fucking growth hormone face... EC3
2: top 1% which everyone would cheer for
0: yeah <laughs> coming out bouncing around like a jackass with his growth hormone face and his growth hormone physique just looking weird like some kind of Lego man <laughs> he comes out prancing and dancing and he's a baby face what? apparently against Dream who's godly charismatic what? Who thought of this and Dream comes out with his call me up Vince thing in my mind a fucking so, crown like Biggie. Oh it's great. Oh crown of Biggie that I loved his Biggie as Biggie fan, I love that. Yeah. That but then the call cool me up Vince, it's, like, it's such a subtle little thing for like, NXT crowd, like, oh is is that the old E C three mentality, isn't it? Oh, you wanna leave us for the big leagues even though it's shit and we all love NXT so yeah. much. I thought that was a great little touch. Didn't matter. Right. He was still beloved and well E C three wasn't hated, he's just he was kinda of apathetic most of the time because I guess they haven't graced on him. He hasn't graced on the fans yet, and they just don't give a shit. Cheer for him. I, that was my take on
2: no. no, it. No, it it is a really cute. I mean, as, I let's face it as a
0: as a match, it's
2: not much cop, and the, <laughs> the the fans were generally sat on their hands whilst EC3 was on screaming offense, wildly, shouting. Yeah, and I
1: didn't like the trash talk to the Dream. That was, again, you talk about especially forced. That, that and more so didn't... when
2: you're supposed to be the baby face yeah. as miscast as as it was when you're supposed to be the baby face it doesn't
1: it's like watching out. Bobby Roode on the main roster it's like what's he doing as a baby face yeah, this guy's yeah. supposed to be a heel it
2: doesn't, doesn't work it just doesn't work but um, it's a curious one because I for spoilers out there people I haven't watched TNA in a long time is it still called, no it's not called TNA it's anymore. not even called that uh, it's, uh, Global Impact no, it's Explosion that. whatever it <laughs> uh, the one
1: the one you're probably not alone, by the way, Carl.
2: Okay, well, I haven't watched. fun
0: that... TNA, it doesn't
2: matter. Yeah, okay, I, yeah. I haven't watched TNA for many a moon, and I kind of thought since he'd been away, maybe he's improved since he's come back. And no, no, he's kind of just as terrible as he was when he left in the first instance. Which makes me begs the question: Why did they bring him back?
1: Because he built a bit of a star, or as a pre- as a heel presence, he's got good presence. Yeah, but he's not a heel. <laughs> and that's their fault <laughs> I mean again I don't know what he can really do with this position and I don't think it's it's clearly not customised for, for his no. skill set and, and, and
2: the wellness policy is clearly lax in NXT yeah I
1: don't know what the deal with that is this man's eating his beef let's put it that way we well, don't test for growth that's what I'm saying well have they actually figured out a test, test for that yet I'm, I'm
0: sure um, they haven't don't you have to test like wasn't it like one rugby no, league player got busted once mm. literally like a I, I'm not any kind of looking at my physique I'm obviously I don't know anything about performance enhancing drugs um, I don't know that beard has a sheen to it thank you thank you it's natural though um, yeah I, I, and my vague memory is you have to like get tested like the day you've shot up to mm. actually get popped otherwise it's like so impossible to
1: get I hate over. to draw conclusions here yeah, man. That probably wouldn't be all that hard to get easy on the day he's shooting up and looking at that physique because he's, he's doing it in heavy supply because he, that man has a, has a physique quite impressive for a drug tested environment to put it that way
2: well maybe so but you know some WWE doctors don't have the best of reputations in the world
0: genetics you know what he might have what if he's got uh, the old Vito Belfort testosterone replacement he may he had, actually he might have that and then you just shoot to the gills and everyone says oh it's muscle memory from when I used to be on surgery which is ne- why I'm on growth hormone now testosterone replacement now because of you know past indiscretions well they're the bollocks <laughs> otherwise
2: known as the team sky defence
0: exactly so uh, EC3 loses at least uh, Lance at least Lance went to extreme measures and you know lied properly yeah
2: and then there's medical exemption yeah.
0: bullshit <laughs> lies and intimidation I oh, love Lance,
1: and where did it get him lying on the back for three seconds to the dream Here, <laughs> fantastic <laughs> dream valley driver on the apron elbow drop odd finish but as, as clean and decisive as you're going to get I suppose in this environment dream just flat out beats him <laughs> what a heel and, and rightly so rightly so to the
2: cheers and adulation of the crowd <laughs>
1: yeah Absolutely So Dream Looked okay EC3 not so much We 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 kind of had our kind of
0: Eye on this one as well so This would be an interesting one To gauge EC3 I wouldn't say Anyone was expecting Either to look Good performance In ring Wise in this matchup Just from The combination of the two guys I just Wouldn't have thought hmm. Expectations Really shouldn't have been that high But Um you get some interesting little, little character tweaks and something fun but it's a bit of a, a weird combo as we said yeah so I kind of like, I guess it kind of sets Dream up for whatever's next each three needs to get the hell out of it, NXT just come from the main roster or something just do something else being B- NXT I don't, not gonna I, I don't see how floundering and being miscast on the developmental roster constitutes getting called I, up to the I, just, I, I, don't I, think, do, I don't think I
2: don't think in the grand scheme of things it matters that much considering the could. reverse <laughs> that normally happens yeah that's
1: what,
0: I'm, well, that's
2: what I'm saying where they call people up who look infinitely better in NXT than they ever do on the main roster.
1: Yeah, and to me, ec ones one of those that just fits better on the main roster, Like in terms of like what they look for. Like In NXT, which is quickly becoming the indie company, it's like, the EC3 just sticks out like a sore ass, and it's going to get worse, because Matt Riddle appeared for the first time in the crowd on this show, looking like the fucking coolest guy in the world. Just like, this guy just doesn't give a fuck, he's going to be great. Again, the guy who's probably going to be much better suited to NXT than the main roster, but... And you yet, know.
2: curiously, someone who I think may well fail the wellness policy several times if it's properly enforced. Before EC3 does? Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so watch this space. But uh, moving on now, the NXT women's title match. Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane. Uh, this is an interesting one because there's a kind of a lot of positive feedback about the match, but the kind of extent of it kind of varies on the uh, the eye of the person that watched. I suppose some people thought it was good, some people really loved this match. So uh, I'm kind of uh, interested to hear your
0: thoughts on uh, on the way this balanced out Uh, I I enjoyed the match I wouldn't say it was like great or anything I really like Shayna I just love the act it's got that female Minoru Suzuki feel to it she's just uh, just great pro -pro wrestling break your ankle fuck you up just really interesting um, character given the actual uh, sparsity of heels anywhere in wrestling it's really nice to see her do a thing yeah the finish well I think you want to talk about the finish (laughs) Carl. she wasn't (laughs) happy with
2: yeah, well, like I can, I can almost hear the groans now from people listening to the podcast. Uh, but if I'm remembering it correctly, they've already done a, a take on this finish with the first Ember Moon match, where Baszler basically beats herself. And I don't mind the sort of the concept of it. It's almost a bit insulting in the sense of uh, you're the fans with the memories of Goldfish, so we can just rehash this, which only, we only did a few months ago, and you won't remember anyway
1: and that's stuck in your craw
2: it's, it's just one of those things that grates on me you know, being treated like an idiot my counter to this I'm, before well, when we okay, discussed it was okay. that
1: this is the kayfabe, let's get into the old Bill Aptus, Stu Sachs, PWI version of events here this is the weakness of an MMA crossover to the world of pro wrestling leaving yourself open for pinning combinations did they tell
0: that story at all? no I just yeah. did Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Again, which would work really well if that was the point they stressed on commentary However, oh, we'll talk on this weekend. However, we are treated to Percy Watson, who, in a company Can you do quotations has...
0: when you say treated next time for Percy? OK, <laughs> so,
2: sorry, yes, yes. We are treated Better. to Percy Watson, who, in a company that has Jonathan Coachman, <laughs> Byron Saxton, Renee Young, <laughs> I'll get some heat for that one, I'm sure... Uh, and Tom Phillips when you've got individuals of that nature on commentary to reach a bar so low <laughs> that you are the dirt worst no. commentator no.
1: in no. the company no, no, that is no. quite the achievement he's not worse than Coachman
2: I think he is Coachman I th- is fucking I think, terrible I think, I think he is not. let me explain why because he's really trying and he's that shit Coachman is clearly just there getting a paycheck. Now I hate Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> but I can at least listen to you know screw it, he's half arson. I don't care that much. Percy's really trying and he's bloody awful. How terrible do you have to be?
1: Showtime, baby. You know the thing? I, I you know, it, it's it's tough because I actually there are times on the show when Percy, because he is such white noise in terms of what he doesn't really add that much to me. Like he's, he's kind of white noise He adds nothing <laughs> he adds He's him. a
2: detriment
1: ah, No you see that's the thing He's white noise Not the detriment Coach detriment white, I'll take white noise Contributes nothing Adds no value <laughs> I'll take that over someone who's a complete scourge on the show Which is Jonathan Coachman. with his fucking awful but, takes
2: But this is what we've been reduced to in debating this topic that's how bad the lay of the land is.
1: Would you like rather be decapitated or hung? It's kind of like <laughs> basically. Really. No, I, I think there were examples as we'll talk about at SummerSlam where Coach okay. is, is <laughs> demonstrably worse than Percy
0: Watson. oh yeah, but actually, god damn it, I wish I'd written it down. Coach did one did say one thing that I found wildly amusing, which, is, a, which, a verse, which is which is more than is, Percy
2: Watson's
1: ever done. Absolutely.
0: But you can't even say so amusing. You can't remember what it I mean, was. It wasn't that amusing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: amusing in comparison to Percy Watson's it was, takes. It was surprisingly amusing. I'd gotcha. Yeah, like, okay. So actually, moving back <laughs> to the match, we started talking about here Shayna Baszler. I love as the bully, the ankle break spot. We, which we saw, loved. Yeah, it's
2: on the on the subject that um, Kira mentioned about Shayna Bayes was it, you know, the Minoru Suzuki type of heel. It's, just, it's nice to have someone who is trying to be a heel. You know, not not for us. to trying to come across as cool, just being a complete vindictive arsehole It's wonderful,
1: and enjoying it too. Enjoying oh. being a prick. Oh,
2: the authenticity is great.
1: It is great, and uh, the other oh. thing too. And actually, you know what? We'll come to this now with the, with the next match. Adam Cole, Ricochet for the North American mm. Championship.
2: So, no, just, just, sorry, just before just we jump onto. No, to that go match, ahead. I was surprised by the result of the women's match. Was, you that, was it Shane just would, me? You I, was I, well. I, I assumed Shane would win. I did too.
1: I uh, too so a bit of a surprise and I don't know if this means that she's going up I, I expect that she probably is give, considering what's coming around the corner on the, uh, the main roster for the women but I think it's probably a place for her
2: I wonder if maybe uh, um, Kieran mentioned this sort of off air the notion of would they bring her up now and rush into a feud with Rousey do you think I, I just wonder in the sense of because obviously the, I say obviously but the assumption was that the plan for Rousey was to have Neidhart turn on her, given what's happened with Jim Neidhart passing away, that they're, they're obviously not going to be stupid enough to try and do heel turns with
1: Natty Neidhart any no, I'm time. No, I wouldn't no, assume. am no, never going to rule anything out anymore, to be honest. Can't. Well, no, I
2: suppose, but but if you're thinking about it in a logical sense, you would. Yeah, it's dangerous. You would imagine they, they, that they wouldn't do that. So I'm just wondering if maybe that they, yeah you know, they've sort of the read rejig things, maybe that's where they'll go. Possibly coming straight out of this women's pay
1: per view, maybe. Possibly, but the talk, as we've all heard, is that it's going to be four horsemen versus four horsewomen, which I don't like and feels completely <laughs> organic. It seems like it's just it's serving this kind of minority interest of of fans hmm. that know and care about that connection. And I d- I didn't like seeing Vondervas sitting in the crowd supporting Shayna Basz because, like, you are fucking asking for trouble here. Like that, how, yeah, this fucking company cannot book a baby face to save their lives, we know this we'll see it again on this show they're about to talk about a little bit more in the main event but they can't book a baby face to save their lives and now they've got one, a celebrity, but they are surprised surprisingly, didn't get really that many boos from the audience when she first came in Rhonda. and now they're fucking tempting fate with this associating with the, one of the true heels in the company it's like uh, and, and having a, as part of the outsider group to take on the pro wrestlers if that, if that's the plan. It's like you're asking for trouble here. What are you going to get out of this investment if you do this? I don't see the point. Well, here's a the, the couple of issues I have with it: is that no one cares about the is fucking that, four horsemen Don't give a shit yeah, about
2: that. No, no one cares about the four horsemen outside of G. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the people who care about it, <laughs> the people who care about it, are the people that are going to be there anyway.
2: Yeah, the, who will be watching, regardless of whether or not that match is on the card.
1: Yeah,
2: but most people don't care about it. It's it's all this sort of self congratulatory congratulatory pat on the back horse shit that I can't stand. Isn't
0: that permeates the whole fucking company?
2: Oh, no, no, you're absolutely right. Of the four horsewomen, which no one of any credibility
0: has ever called them that. Right? No. They call it themselves, That's it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Case in point. You don't get to nickname yourself. That's not how it works. You've got...
0: Could we be the triple threat? Well, the three amigos. I was that's thought further I thought that first. You've, like, yeah. you've
2: got Charlotte Flair, who's a terrible baby face, and the other two that were kind of feuding, not feuding. No one cares about them anyway. What? <sighs> just uh.
0: for me, <laughs> yeah. For me, just the four the horsewoman. Malarkey is just oh it's so lazy Oh horse oh, shit good one Carl it's so lazy <laughs> it's a lazy it's boring I don't know how long Rhonda's around for Shane is going to be around longer just put them together and let them do something interesting there's an interesting story a different story that's never been told before because then it's not all the same women that you've used every ad nauseum rinse and repeat go around in circles for fucking years on end plus so, at
1: least with the MMA MMA connection of the two of them I think it's quite an interesting thing of like Rousey can sell a little bit,
0: mm. exactly because it's yeah because it's a bit more credible. Yeah. I I love the potential of that, and but. then you tell the story, even though it's counterintuitive to to everything that's to the to the finish of uh, her dropping the title. But you probably should push that she's had a bit more pro wrestling experience than being a champion on you know on merit not because she got the spot because of her name and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's such an easy angle t- the t- jealousy
1: t- tore a friendship apart jealousy of the belts, the titles of success but yeah she
0: came to wrestling to get away from Ronda's shadow because she got preferential treatment she made a name for herself became a champion became the baddest woman in NXT and Ronda, Ronda walks saunters in with a little mini skirt on and just gets, sort of gets the title shot and the main event pushed and Wrestlemania so it's, it's so fucking easy to do for it yeah. if you've actually got a natural heel to pu- pull it off they won't do it it'll <laughs> cost it's all great it won't happen yeah. Yeah. good idea though thank you for your contribution Kieran hope someone's listening <laughs> hey that's happened by the way well- oh Jesus that's another thing I should have written down what's that They, someone stole a- something from this show on over the weekend but I can't remember what it was it may come back to me I uh, hope it does yeah it was big we'll- news we'll take credit for it too all also- time
1: Adam Cole versus Ricochet North American title had a similar thing not only to this match but for the, for the shows that we're going to talk about completely in general here. I, I want to I know what people think about this match Cole and Ricochet because I and mean, it, it was it, it started really actually it started at the top of the show and it was, it was the case all weekend. No one's into these matches apart from the finishing two or three minutes when a big spot happens. None of these characters seem to have but I was going to say none very few of these characters seem to have a ton of actual organic honest to god momentum when these matches start at Summer Slam that we're going to talk about later on it's like the whole way through no one's really all that into what's going on at all no one's living and dying with anybody on on any of these shows
2: no well I suppose the thing is when it comes it's to sad when it comes to Ricochet fans are self conditioned or, or expectant of the spots he does so with anything in between that, they don't really care about. They care about the spot, which sort of speaks to your point. Mm-hmm. They they care about the spot. They don't care about the person. Yeah. Um. Adam Cole. He's not. Whilst NXT is, is far better than the main roster in terms of trying to protect people they see as valuable, you know the sort of booking that makes more sense wins and losses certainly seem to matter Adam Carver he's never been protected that much has he? Not really he's, he's never been kept particularly so I, I know that they'll, you can point to War Games. you can point to the the, the ladder match for the, for the belt in the first in, instance but I can't think of any singles program he's been in where he's come off better than the person he's been involved with a, a case in point this where I thought yeah, okay. They're they're playing off the idea that Ricochet had the belt, won in the ladder match. Adam Cole sort of backdoors his way too. But I would have thought, in the sense of continuing the program,
1: I thought Cole was winning. Cole
2: it. was going to win the first match. Yeah. But no, and you know, to sort of speak to my point, he loses to Ricochet. so it's another one where he's he's come off second best. And I think when it comes to those singles matches, if if he's not, if if anyone's not protected to a certain extent, eventually fans are going to care less
1: mm.
2: and then it all becomes more about this sense of kind of performance art of how good can the spot be, how big can the move be
0: but mm. well, isn't that just, um, the nature of these big pay-per-views and the fans that go to them they're not going because of any emotional attachment to any of the guys we saw went to many the only emotional attachment two years ago at Mania this was seen it live Was the main event when it's Brock and Roman and there's like there's real anticipation and excitement. What's going to happen? Brock and Goldberg? Sorry, Brock and Goldberg, yeah. Yeah, Roman and Tega, no. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't at all. Um, (laughs) Oh, God, no. Um, (laughs) But that was like it's you're there and you feel it, and there's the anticipation of what you're about to see. What am I about to see? That it's so different, and that that it's lost from wrestling, it's now it's all hey look let's wink we're all part of the show and no one's going to be heels and we can't really do anything that might offend anyone and <laughs> fuck you it's just like there's nothing authentic there's nothing to get your teeth into it's all let's sit and watch this really fun show and let's cheer about ourselves fuck you all <laughs>
2: it's it, um, uh, Foley always used the analogy of WF being the variety show and if you don't like X you'll like Z and all that sort of thing it very much has become it's it, here's your here's your three hour or your, your two hour television you know, variety show that's all self contained and doesn't mm. really matter and you know feel free to tune in next week <laughs> feel free <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> we're like well, because we're going to try and grab people by the bar or the highlights do. on yeah, twitter yeah, it doesn't really because, because they they don't do they no they've because you know, and, we, and we can talk about they've got the new tv deal with the insane amount of money there's,
1: there's no well, I, I hope that urges yeah. them to try a little harder to keep people which you clearly won't, huh. you know,
2: and, and be, because they've become excellent at, at, at being able to draw revenue from a from such a small segment of the audience or a small segment of the populace, I suppose.
1: Yeah,
2: you know, because they've they've been able to monetize in such a such a large way, far far better than they really did in the Attitude Era. I mean, imagine if they were able to, to draw the revenues that they do from individuals now. During the Attitude Era, when the product was really hot, how much more money they could have got? Yeah, yeah. But it's um. It's it it is just a, well, I can point to Adam Cole as an example, and that's sort of, it is sort of indicative of the company as a whole. I I know it's something I carp on about, and I I appreciate I probably send redundant to people. But if anyone thinks like me, a scary thought as that is. You want wins and losses to matter, you want people to be yeah, protected and by extension feel special and when people aren't and it's all just a homogenous a collection of individuals that no one really sticks out above the others, why would you care? The example you gave there Kieran was Goldberg and Lesnar, what's different about them? They're not on TV every week and they're protected. They're they made to feel not part of the normal show, and by extension, you care about them.
1: Yeah, you
2: know whether it's visceral hatred or you know passionate loyalty, you care one way or another.
1: Yeah, and of course, moving back back to to call them Ricochet here, the crowd did not really seem all that arsed until one of the more spectacular <laughs> spots in the history of NXT, where Ricochet goes for the uh, Cabrada, and Adam Cole kicks him upside down in midair, just fucking fabulous. God damn it! It was just a beautiful thing to see. Great near fall, and uh, yeah, very surprised that uh, that Ricochet got the win as well. Yeah, the the cool uh, Dragon Lee Hurricane round to the floor, followed by the 6:30, and uh, Ricochet lifts the belt. Bit of a surprise. Wasn't expecting it, but uh, there you go. Um, yeah, p- again, pretty good match, enjoyable. But it, there's that lack of real, honest to god. say like people are reacting to the cool stuff, and that's fine. But because there's that that missing component, I find it hard to. To grade any of the matches on this show anywhere near the the best stuff on the G1, There's where you, there, there is a real honest to god they want someone to win. It it
2: creates just sort of a, a level of detachment, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, that's it. It's like I you just you observe is it, it. Is half it that because even on NXT stuff's gonna get we all know it's, we've been conditioned so much that everyone's just gonna get everything gets stirred around mm-hmm. and served up in the same way one way or the other. So there isn't. An irrelevance to, to the actual minutiae of what happens—it's that's I think that's it. The, the actual relevance of the minutia is isn't there. So the mass, vast majority of casual fans are just going to sit and eh, watch this show this week, and uh, oh, I'll watch this rather than Netflix. And and there's and although that's then um, exacerbated, obviously it's not exactly the same with the hardcores that are going to the pay There's still that element in it that it's yeah, I'm going to sit and be entertained by the show and let's see what happens. But uh, it doesn't really matter what happens. Yeah. If they tune in six months with the same cast of characters, a little yeah, bit of shit shuffled around. Reason, yeah, it's, just, it's the relevance of it. And I, so, Before the show, I, I gave this speech to Liam how I wasn't going to mention the crowd, heels and faces, or booking really in general, because oh, I thought people were just sick of that shit. But you brought it up, Liam. That's why it doesn't That's go fine. away. The thing is... That's why the crowd's like it is, because if you you are a you're a product of what you produce and um, if you are feeding people irrelevance, they'll shit irrelevance.
1: Yeah, there you go. I love that. Right. Good stuff. Now, let's talk about another booking trope. The awfully booked babyface Johnny Gargano stupidest Tommaso China. Baby fight. <laughs> My voice man.
0: stupidest Last baby face ever.
1: Baby face. Last <laughs> man standing. Uh, a tough match to grade. I didn't particularly... I wasn't as enamoured with this one as I was the previous two, if I'm completely honest. And I like, I love Gargano, I think he should have been the face to build this company around, I thought that for about a year and a half. But, having said that, they're not doing him any favours here, just like they don't do any other babyface any favours, by trying to book a little bit too clever for themselves, it feels like. Um, I know that, granted, they kind of backdoored their way into this match because supposed to be a three-way with the Black, and who got injured, so fair enough. Um at the same time, it feels to me like this feud should have been done with the first match oh, at so, WrestleMania.
2: So clearly, should be over. Yeah. I, uh, the, um, I and to, to we'll reference Big Dave again here on 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 Twitter because I know someone asked him the question about whether or not the this was before the NXT show whether or not this feud had had reached its shelf life had gone on too long and he sort Dave can be quite terse on Twitter with the response but it, it was generally along the lines of no this this is a, f- a feud that still has life in it I completely disagree it's gone on far too long now it, to your point it's not doing Gargano any favours because Sting can move over as Kieran has alluded to we now have <laughs> a top of the leaderboard <laughs> the new he didn't win the NXT title but he does have the title of world's stupidest Baby Face. Why would, why would any fan have any, any sympathy or care at all about someone who's so gullible and stupid that he hesitates just because the other bloke said he's sorry? What? It's uh, Oh, look! Tommaso Champa's playing Pascal's Wager. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'll think about it for a while. Then I'll do my pose. <laughs> then I'll think about it some more then I'll stop for a shit
1: change, time passes by then
2: I'll roll down the knee and basi- roll down the knee pad and basically beat myself because <laughs> that's what he did the moron <laughs>
1: yeah, this and, coming and off this- the back and- of the last match when he absolutely savaged Champa, had him beaten and battered and handcuffed and Champa still beats him with a DDT when he stuck his head through the ropes like a dickhead
2: and in the first match where he tried to play off his of sympathy and give the idea that he was apologetic and then Champa tried to slightly attack him then, but he read it.
1: Yes. And the So was stupid crazy.
2: such an idiot. Yes. Such a moron.
1: Yeah. Running out of adjectives. It's fine. I think the um, point's made, but it's it's, yeah. it's totally valid. Yeah, not to
2: belabor the point. But, but this this was so successful in its execution that the fans went from either not caring to some mild boos to when Tommaso Champa walked out on stage, one of the few people who's genuinely been booed over the last few months when he raises the title there's cheers and
0: applause
1: <laughs> yeah well done champa you survived everything at, and you're still at, at freaking, least for at
0: least tw- you're not fucking stupid <laughs> yeah. it was the executioners at the end as well like the well as you kind of alluded to Carl he had him handcuffed and he's there for, it felt like 10 minutes where nothing's happening he kicks him a couple of times and then does the tease and then he does the big crisis of conscience or something and then he Finally, goes for the knee. It went on forever, and it just looked stupid. did It looked like he, he should have tripped over. It would have been funny <laughs> if he just missed and went flying off the it stage. Like it, it, is. Did. it did. It yeah. doesn't look like it hit it. No, what's it to, Well, he had to overshoot. That's the whole point of it. So just, just stupid. Just at least just trip, have chomper. I don't know anything. Just tri- yeah, just fall off the stage. Why don't you do that? Fall off the stage and land on your head. I know it's probably pretty dangerous to do for a work environment <laughs> that didn't look the safest anyway
1: though really no but he
0: it, it just looks so stupid yeah. said so bush league and and then he goes down after all that he bangs his knee a little bit after instigating himself and he's still crawling and he's still, he should have fallen head first down a manhole with his legs <laughs> kicking and screaming at least that would have been logical against <laughs> that and that would have been funny as well <laughs> Um, and,
2: it, and it's been a good 20 years since Paul Barry was shoved down once, so you know, statute of limitations has expired.
0: Exactly, good
1: stuff. So yeah, I, 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 I'm a little bit crestfallen for poor Johnny, because back in April, when he beat for the first time, it felt like the prognostications were correct, Johnny Gargano is obviously the top A-face in NXT, and now within the space of six months... They've just kind of got him in that same position that every poor fucker who becomes the top babyface of NXT or WWE shows becomes, which is the guy who just strips over his own. Thing.
2: <laughs> sympathy. We've got to build sympathy. We've got to build sympathy. Not the, fans, the fans. The fans have to be sympathetic.
1: No, the fans don't have
2: to be sympathetic. The fans don't want to be sympathetic. They don't want to empathise with the baby face. I remember the times I felt want, sorry for Steve yeah, Austin. Yes, they want to live vicariously through the greatness of the baby face. See Steve Austin. See the Rock. People didn't want to feel sorry for the Rock. They wanted to be the Rock.
1: Yeah. No one to be the guy that fucking misses an open knee no, and flies. You want to
0: open. be anyone but that guy. <laughs> thinking, you oh,
2: you sit there and watch and think, "Thank God I'm not that guy." Yeah, and he feels stupid. <laughs> Once
0: he's, dislocated wink wink knees healed what a load of bollocks <laughs> <laughs> that was literally like someone on, on, in headsets uh, uh, in Gorilla said oh fuck this looks terrible <laughs> just, just, just tell him you've got word he dislocated his knee I don't know how you've got this word but let's just say you've got word okay let's go let's roll with it Marrow yeah. rolls with it because it looks so fucking lame <laughs> And, that, um, and
2: we're actually largely positive of this show
0: <laughs> well that's the thing match
1: quality I, you know yeah, the, right. the, 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 the effort was there the, the hard work was there but against you know what it just goes to the, the overall theme of, of pro wrestling and uh, I shouldn't say pro wrestling WWE is that you know what you can have some I mean they have got such talent we'll talk about the roster at SummerSlam I mean, it's actually, criminal when you look at the names on this card it makes you realise fucking hell there is no need for these shows to to leave you feeling like there's that void of emotion. Like this could be fucking great pro wrestling, and as good as the NXT shows are, and this wasn't. I don't think this was one of the better takeovers to be quite honest, but it was a very very good show.
2: Well, the thing is, even if it's not the best takeover you've ever seen, it's not ridiculously long. Yeah. The matches all have time, and even like we say, there, there's a you get a sense of detachment from it. You still get some enjoyment out of it. You, you know, you don't feel like you're sort of labouring through it like no. you do with the main roster shows.
0: Yeah. In terms of the match, I liked. I mean, overall, I li- Overall, I liked the match. Um, it's- Probably more so the middle section when they got a bit more when they got rawer and a bit grittier. Yeah, more they finger started, in the eye from the chamber, yeah, they stuff. started too fast and too slick for my liking. I agree. Um, and then the finish was bogus, but I, I mean overall, i liked it. Unnecessary
1: um, table bumping like four minutes in. Yeah, it just it's like it, what's that mean? that meant nothing. That was, that was just for the sake. I pop for the sake of a pop. So yeah, I agree. But uh, overall, positive on the show. But we'll uh, we'll we'll then uh, segue over to the following evening's events at Summerslam. And as we kick off SummerSlam, we're greeted at the sight of Terry Cruz doing the intro for the show. Unexpected, rather random, hope he earned his ten grand. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Another epic SummerSlam, he promises. Let's see if he uh, if he uh, if if the- <laughs> Terry Cruz says so. You yeah. see- you know if, if you- Team Money from Battledome says so. If you then.
2: can't trust the man that tries to sell you Old Spice, who can you trust?
1: <laughs> I bet you own that, don't you? No. <laughs> I bet you do. I
2: shave with sandpaper, though.
1: <laughs> we kicked it off Seth Rollins. Damn. Uh, accompanied by uh, Seth freaking Rollins. That's it. Accompanied Burn it down. Accompanied <laughs> by Bushwhacker Butch, <laughs> going up against uh, Dolph Ziggler, accompanied by Drew McIntyre. I
2: uh, it wasn't. I, I hadn't. I, I, the penny hadn't really dropped with that, but now that you said it, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make him any more endearing either, frankly.
1: Well, okay, so this is again another fine example of why we were just talking about the NXT show where crowd couldn't have given two shits about this match until they did the cool spot in the corner, in which point this is awesome.
0: Maybe they didn't give a shit about it because Dolph Ziggler applied a 10 minute headlock to start the match. Mm. Didn't really get my blood going for the rest of the show. No.
1: No Angle Ray This was not as a, it as was a, not As a really really Red hot SummerSlam start. Yeah
0: The
2: crowd did not feel the heat
1: No No they did not However Near what? the end of the match Final couple of minutes They were they were on fire For the air uh, uh, Admittedly great finishing sequence I, I, the,
2: the one thing I, I would say In defence of this of, of a crowd like this And it's probably the only time I'll utter such a sentence like that Is that when you
1: the pre-show that we didn't bother watching, like, I'll
2: say that I still don't. I, I know the B-team won, but I had to be reminded about who they were wrestling, which infuriated me. Um, as for what the other matches were on the pre-show, I have no idea. You, you <laughs> could you could tell me anything, and I'd, I'd have to believe you because I'm I, I none the wiser. But when it comes to this match, I think the, this this crowd is, is preconditioned to think, right? We're not really going to buy anything because McIntyre's outside and Ambrose's outside. So they're they're waiting for that to happen before they sort of properly engage, I think, mm. or, or at least to a point anyway. Like, like you say, when you get to the corner spot, it, it, the dynamic changes then. But it takes that to get there.
1: Yeah, it does. And Ziggler, considering that he's kind of been fairly flat as a character for quite a while now, I like the association with him,
0: McIntyre. But uh, McIntyre needs to be he needs to be doing more. Why? Why? Why did they walk down to McIntyre's music? Because uh... and he'd come out last like he was in the match. That confused me. Yeah, that was an interesting uh, uh, method. Yeah,
2: it's it's funny you say that because the person I watched it with said, "Is this a handicap match then?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> some real casuals you're watching him with car.
2: <laughs> you read the car. They watch it more frequently than I do these days. Though they watch it in six on the Sky remote. In fairness to them.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, Can you blame him? No, not at all. Rollins wins the IC title back, which I thought was a little bit interesting. I was, not, I was, I did not really know what I was expecting. Now, to be quite honest, because this is one of those feuds where it's just kind of running in place.
2: Yeah, I was, I was expecting Ziggler to retain, mainly because I was expecting Ambrose to fuck up in some way, or yeah, you know, or turn, or, or, or yeah, well, I wasn't expecting a, a, a heel turn yet, but I was expecting, you know, a an accident, which by the time the story plays out, you know, further down the line. Wasn't really an accident, sort of thing. Mm,
1: yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, you know, Rollins wins. All is kind of right in the world. Ziggler, we'll see what happens with him. But... Yeah, Ziggler, I. Rollins. Much, is...
2: much like before, I don't really care what happens with Ziggler in the future. I haven't cared about him for years.
1: Um, week to week, Rollins is as over as anybody right now. Yeah.
2: And, and you'd think they'd, they'd do more with
1: him. <laughs> you would think that when you can't. Mm, yeah. Look, this, this is not a pro wrestling company, so I wouldn't worry about that. Bludgeon Brothers New Day. BB. I had no interest in this match to be honest with you. You're, no. you're not alone. The Bludgeons have, have failed quite miserably in this run to, to which, get over. Which oh, was, God, which no was predicted by all. As soon really? as they came out with those big mallets it was over for me. As
2: soon as they were announced as Bludgeon Brothers
1: <laughs> and it's Eric Rowan who is was awful. Harper and Rowan as a tag team have been awesome in the past and I actually liked them. I thought this match actually probably went more to actually helping the perception of them as a team. Mm. Than anything they've done in the last six months, to be quite honest. But I just I don't think that like there's something that's just completely it's just a completely inauthentic feeling presentation for these two it's, guys. It's it's
2: it's ninety four ninety five cartoon WWF characters. Yeah. In a world where people don't. on his greasy I've,
1: shirt I've, before uh, yeah, had a little uh, bit of authenticity. Yeah.
2: I'm not suggesting everyone wants you yeah, know. Gritty fighting in the streets type of presentation. Don't get me wrong; it's a much more nuanced uh, audience than that, I suppose. But but no one's crying out for the for the, the cartoon type rehashes, which is how they come across. It it's so unbelievable that it's.
1: I I hate to even levy this comparison because it feels like such an insult to the great Luke Harper. But it feels like an ascension type deal Guy, of yeah, guys in costumes, <laughs> guys in yeah. costumes, yes. Guys in costumes, pro not being there. pro
2: wrestler, the old pro wrestler by night sort of <laughs> <Yeah>. motif.
1: <laughs> Goes home and just hammers things. Yeah, and and
2: the nudes was the the problem for me, and is it is probably more just a problem for me than than most because they are clearly still very over. Yeah, but to me the act is quite stale now, and I. I don't ha- I don't hate them or anything. You know. I, I still get a chuckle out of Biggie's gyrating, for God's
1: sake. Oh yeah, there was a, there was a moment on this show yeah. when I think it's actually it was right on the entrance where he's just like, lully, <laughs> <laughs> lully. Yeah, it's, it's it's that 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 is grinding tr- on that bottom on yeah, the middle rope.
2: Yeah, that, that is tremendous. But you know, overall, as as a group, to me, they're stale. So mm. it, I, I'm not really invested in them.
1: Yeah. So unfortunately, if you were invested by the work, the say, finish, the finish yeah. will not help your cause. And, and to top it off, you you get a, a non-finish. Yeah. Which again, I don't actually. If if we're playing the game of traditional progress and booking, I don't even mind it all that much because if it were the
2: only one, yes. Yeah. If it were the only one on the card, where you're going to pick a match where you make an exception because you want to continue things fine
1: yeah the the idea that for the first time the bludgeons look like they might lose since they've come back in a six-month run and they caused cause the dq you could do something with that and they kind of did try to tell that story a little bit but yeah the fact it happened twice was a little bit uh a little thick by uh by random. number two however after a couple of uh pretty long matches you now get braun Strowman, kevin owens for a, a minute and a half or so what do everyone think about this absolute destruction of kevin owens this poor fucker
0: honestly mm, I spent more time looking at Owens' shirt that said KO in the bank in the bank and I thought if it said KO in the banks like that would be an ace my Sasha Banks banging gimmick two years ago mm. uh, but it didn't uh, and that was two years ago um, <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was kind of tragic he was a Kevin Owens fan yeah, if <laughs> really if you paid the, the
1: thing that's comedic about this too I actually spoke to somebody about this he's a big Kevin Owens fan and I asked them what they thought of it and their response was well they just built it up so much <laughs> weeks and weeks of television time this event had been going on for months of Owens getting thrown off ladders and thrown off the cage and then like they're all building up to this big thing about how you could win the briefcase by DQ or count out killed in 90 seconds See, I, and I had no problem with that by the way I had a I've got a bit of sympathy for Owens just, the, just, for just,
2: just in the sense that you know, in the last few months he's come close to killing himself several times. Stupidly,
1: he, he's starting to get into that Mick Foley vibe of just I'll just do what I can to get over or w- yeah, be the w- talk yeah, of the show. W- or w- worryingly. Worryingly.
2: Um but I, I didn't. I'm not. I didn't expect a complete squash, which is what we got. Uh, but I always thought Strowman would win. Just because they had gone out of their way so much to to tease the, the manner in which Owens could get the brief, because, you know you, you've been sort of too on the nose, and you know judging by this company's current mo, so in that sense, I like, okay, Strowman's going to win then.
1: Yeah, I think uh, as soon as he lost by count out was the Jinder Mahal. That was kind of the red flag that yeah, it's not happening again. <laughs> Poor Kevin Owens, thing, that fucking choke slam on the ramp, bouncing <sighs> oh, off.
2: Oh God. The... Choke slam on the ramp, flip bumps on the a- on the mats. Oh, and we'll get to stupid bumps like with uh, Jeff Hardy. But but yeah, you just I, I kind of hope Owens has got some time off coming up.
1: It feels like he needs a fresh coat of paint, anyway. Owens is feeling a little bit stale to me. And it's probably because of what we talked about before, with the, the churn go around in circles, and he's just kind of done
0: everything he can. Uh, it's, it's, he went through that horrible evolution, or even from the the, the serious when he was money and he was so fucking awesome and then he becomes uh, they started uh, introducing elements of comedy and whininess and it's like okay this this awesome raw character you adds now he's a cog you're a cog he's a cog a cog in the machine he's a goddamn cog
1: he's a cog
0: um, so hey at least they're keeping Braun strong which I suppose is
1: important for what was coming later on so moving on to uh, the Smackdown Women's Title Match Carmella Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair um, in truth this is probably the best Carmella match you're ever going to see. Um, high praise as that is. I didn't... Okay, so, so the, the, we might as well just hit the big talking point now, which is the turn and the execution of it. The match itself, didn't mind. Um, considering the elements that they had in this equation, I thought that this was absolutely better than I expected. But saying that... This is such a weird situation, this old Becky Lynch heel turn. And everyone's talked about it. And it's like, I can't say I'm honestly surprised... Because of how badly they fucked up the Bailey Banks turn misread, where Bailey turned heel on the whole crowd went ballistic and loved it and chanted yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because even though it's supposed to be a heel turn, people were just yes, fucking hell, show some emotion, do something. Um, and this is the same way. Uh, this one's this one's more confusing in the sense that. They wrote the story this way. They wrote the story of Becky Lynch is the sympathetic one. And guess... Charlotte's kind of moonwalked in to a spot that she doesn't really deserve that Becky does. Yeah, yeah, but... Charlotte steals the win from behind on her friend Becky Lynch. And they you when you know, when this all happened, the, the thought process was, there's no way, considering what they built up, they weren't expecting this crowd to react this way. But watching SmackDown and Becky's promo, she tries to heal the fans and they just continue to cheer it and boo Charlotte. It's like, I actually think that they did think this was going to work.
2: Oh, I think you said they, they booked it this way, it's almost as if they they were convinced that their route of booking would work and it's a complete shock that it didn't, that, that it would be a complete shock to them that it hasn't panned out how, how they hoped. It, it, it's just, again, you, I don't want to sound redundant, but it, it's in keeping with how the company does things now i think they they're so i don't know ignorant maybe maybe the best word i could use to des- to describe them in from the creative standpoint because no one with any rational sense of thought would sit there and think we're going to they're going to hate becky lynch because she's been basically mistreated depending on how much you care about it I don't care that much I'm just sort of playing devil's advocate here um, mistreated from the get-go she gets the spotlight on and as you say the friend backdoors her way into the match backdoors away to the belt but we've done it in such a way that they're going to be really angry that she's turned on Charlotte who is, as I stressed before a poor baby face <laughs> so you've got this, this strange concoction someone who's naturally a poor babyface anyway, who hasn't come across or isn't hasn't been portrayed in a sympathetic or, or standard babyface fashion at any point in the build-up, and yet you expect it to garner sympathy by having the one person who does have sympathy on them turning heel. You got me. Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And I think what they fail to realise, in a lot of instances, is there may well have been some who sort of threw their hands up and said look it's new york it's a pay-per-view crowd we know how they're going to react but we'll go with it because that's not the reaction in say uh, and i mean no disrespect here it's just the first place it popped into my head they won't react this way and say des moines iowa for a tv taping you know it'll be it'll be different there you know you you can choose any town you want but you know that, that sort of line of thinking yeah it's the smart crowd. It's not the normal crowd. <laughs> do you know where they are next week? They're actually in
1: Toronto. <laughs> oh
2: God! <laughs> my point being that
1: because
0: they're bizarre.
2: Well, yeah, that'll that'll be the excuse next week. But <laughs>
1: you're going but... to send
0: that N- Nightheart heel in Toronto? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Come on, do it, do it, Vince.
2: But my point being is they don't grasp now that it doesn't to me I don't think it matters what town they're in in what part of the country anymore that pay-per-view audience by and large is not just their pay-per-view audience it's it's their live event audience now
1: Yeah,
2: that is their audience so even if they've tried to convince themselves of the rationale of this will just be one off because it's the pay-per-view crowd I don't think that works at all anymore
1: no no, not at all. Um, again crowd didn't seem particularly to win this match until Becky Lynch actually was on the verge of winning, in which case they exploded. So they actually really that had to make him feel good. <laughs> Shame they didn't call an audible really, you know. But
2: Well look look at the look at the, the, the two nights over the, over their entirety. You've taken the person in Gargana that everyone cares about, made him look like an idiot and made him look so stupid to the point where Chomper gets some cheers and applause for being a prick at the end of the show and you get Becky they care about and you try to turn a heel on an unsympathetic character and it leads to chance of Becky
1: (laughs) somewhere along these lines I don't think that the movies that they're making Carl are uh, are, are, are quite insane you you arsehole (laughs) 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 I will say though just to kind of move away from the Carmella title reign
2: Uh, can I just say just on a quick aside that was a surprise to me because I I actually didn't think they'd do the turn here I thought the turn would happen Yeah. but I thought Carmella would actually s- might find some way to cling on to the title I thought again. the whole
1: point the whole, I thought the whole finish was Becky's going to have it won Charlotte will throw her out and turn around and get pinned as in Becky had it Charlotte tried to steal it and then fucked it up I thought that was the way it would go surely <laughs> and then you can build wherever you build it anyway yeah. speaking of building we've got another match here that's set up for a rematch AJ Styles Samoa Joe shocking placement here fifth match on the card for the WWE Championship uh, and again crowd not particularly with it early on but they got into it by the end and I love Samoa Joe oh, wow. oh. Love both guys. Both these guys are fantastic <laughs> a slow burner again I got a little bit worried when Samoa Joe hit the old Dolph Ziggler uh, chin lock early on it's like they're going long yeah but he doesn't, he and doesn't, they doesn't. tell and they tell them not to do anything early on uh, they always. They, you can tell the pattern. It's got to be a company thing.
0: Just fucking got there, bore them, and then the bore em, and then combat. then pick
1: it up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I would say it was better than that. Um, early on, I. It was pretty late on the Monday I was watching this, and I was, I was rushing to get still jammed in. And when this match started, I thought I really want to give this my full attention because it was just. Uh, i I was really into it from the start just the the little exchange on the outside just just, just the movement just the the believability the, the the chemistry between Joe being acting like a big bully and a j dancing around there's one spot when I think Joe goes for like a back body drop and a j kind of like slides over his back yeah and it just looked really sweet and smooth it 's like these two, the combination of these two guys like AJ's going to treat him like a big guy so Joe can work like a big guy um it was just i i, lo- I love the combination i love I love the dynamic it was crisp when it needs to be crisp early on so I was into it straight away A fucking leg kick at the start yes, it? That's right. brilliant Joe um, so just fucking
1: boots I, him off his feet in one go yeah the, I like... mean the
0: criticism um, I'm not going to criticize the finish because they're going to spread it out the, he did the line at the start about daddy's coming home later and then the, 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 obviously the enraging line was I'll be your new daddy don't say daddy both times because it's just, it was like when he said it the first time, it was almost implying like, is that the line he's going to say anyway? So yeah. in terms of insulting it, inciting lines, I don't like repetition. It's a pet peeve of mine because you you, you shoot your uh, your punchline in, in the ball. I mean, it's still got the pot, but it was like, I thought he kind of already said that anyway. Yeah. Um, t-shirts. There's t-shirts to be sold. <laughs> Hammer the line. Yeah. True. Um. Oh no. Move Jeff Dar- Jarrett comes in as a big daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it is his world god damn um, so I yeah I mean my, my disappointment didn't go longer, when we got, didn't get a clean finish but I mean that's only because I was enjoying it and I wanted them to go on and I was yeah. happy f- to see them wrestle all night long um, how about that fucking power slam
1: oh the torque oh,
0: the rotation
2: yes. oh oh I'm just I, I feel, I feel <laughs> like oh, I, I feel like I should be alone with some tissues right now <laughs> <laughs> I, it's time for you to be happy god, I, I, I loved this match no, you know, I'm, I'm not thrilled on the ending. Obviously, the way I have sort of rant in the past about non-finishes, I would have quite. You know, I, I maybe would have preferred a um, sort of the Shayna Baszler finish here, perhaps, with with Joe beating himself in in some way, much like I did watching the match. Um, <laughs> Lovely, but no, I thought it was wonderfully paced, thoroughly enjoyable. Joe is just a wonderful human being you know this match was I enjoyed it so much I didn't even care about the fact that they had interaction with AJ's wife which is the sort of thing that would normally irritate me Mm. it was just tremendously done Joe is such a brilliant character and it's an excellent foil for Styles to play off
1: yeah I want to see this I want to see this a good few more times
0: yeah Yeah, the the point I was going to say as well the different to the Dolph Ziggler chin lock of doom of uh, t- 20 hours long. Joe doesn't just whack on a chin lock and lie there, he works it. So, there's stuff for you to take in visually, there's information for your Intensity. brain to process. Well, you're watching him do stuff, then that's like so many guys don't do that. So, it was I think I mentioned that last time, I, actually, the previous dream match I watched, uh, Dream for about three months ago now. There's a thing, hey, this guy's actually isn't he's got chin lock on, he's working this chin lock, he's mm-hmm. thinking about what he's doing, he's not just lying there thinking about when do we go, when do we go. It's, fucking it's working and it's, it's, it's refreshing to see yeah, it's, it's not the Randy
2: Orton chin lock.
1: yes <laughs> more on fucking efforts on this show later by the way
2: oh, can't we just talk about Stars and Joe for another hour
1: sure
0: <sighs> why not why oh, not just... did you like AJ's purple attire I did I thought it looked spiffy yes the, the right, uh, Undertaker rather, SummerSlam 94 rather, <laughs> uh, rather,
2: rather fetching I didn't care for the phenomenal graphic <laughs> that was shown during the entrance oh these 3D photo graphics they show all the time is this, this is the first time I've noticed these they did it at Mania I don't, don't it's only the second
1: time it's only the second time they've done it Yeah, I did drink during Mania Now yeah. yeah, this is one where you got yeah. the, yeah, the, the yeah. 3D graphics yeah, are yeah. back in, in full force yeah, you know, not, in yeah
2: not a fan not no. a fan of
1: those no
2: but that's the one detriment about this match which just speak to how good it was yeah when I'm not finding fault with things people you know I really enjoyed it <laughs>
1: yeah, this was, uh, and the thing is, too, you almost got the sense watching this like they could do even better. I oh, so, of course. I so badly want Joe to win the title not in this really feud. Good. He need to me. He needs to. if he loses this feud, and he just carries on his champ. Uh, not a big fan, especially because the only other guy that AJ can lose it to is the Miz, who wrestles Daniel Bryan here oh, in the next match on SummerSlam. That's
0: terrifying. That's totally gonna
1: happen. I know. Yeah, I think there's way well, too actually, many people that, are, that actually, are convinced that this is a good idea. I should... the, the, the the ideas and opinions that I read and hear, there's so many people thinking that Miz needs to be the champion. It's like because it cause it worked so well last time. You've beat we've been down this alley before, and I understand that he's a very 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 good heel in his role. But there is a transition between that role and the top heel role, and Joe is custom made for that role. He's perfect for that role. Look how good he is when he's got a great baby face to work with. That's what you need, Miz. You know the promos that Miz will do. They'll be very good you know the matches they will have they'll, we'll be be poor. What they, they'll, they'll be what they are depending on who he's in the ring with but uh, I, yeah, I'm curious to see again Miz and Bryan nowhere near as heated as I thought it was going to be going in
2: well I think placement maybe plays a, a, a bit of a part I think whilst I'm not as critical of a DQ finishing the Styles-Joe match as I would be in other instances I think the live crowd certainly were I think, I think the finish for the live crowd bearing in mind they've sat through uh, Braun Strowman's squash which whatever you think of the merits and the, and the sense of booking in that way this, these fans didn't pay the amount of money they paid to watch squash matches and non-finishes so I think there's a bit of a cumulative effect there that, that plays a part in the start of this match I, I wanted to be very careful with the way I commented on this match because I know it's going to come across. It's sort of Brian fanboy, internet wrestling community sort of take on things. But you mentioned about the Mizness character. I think the character's great. I think the character works really well. I've always thought, as good as the character is, that's how terrible he is in the ring. <laughs> I don't like anything he does. I'm not convinced by anything he does. So when you have a match that goes. As long as it did, because it felt—you're probably going to tell me it was like twelve minutes. No, it (laughs) it felt really bloody long. It did. And the way the match was laid out, there was—it was almost at times where it was this sense of, Miz, is his equal. I know that I know he's doing the mimicking things, but he's pulling them off, and he's having far more of the match than he should, especially when you go to that finish. Now. I can understand that finish if and I know the logic will be the feud's continuing the heel has to win the first match
1: 23 and a half minutes right. ok thank you
2: could have gone half that time easily easily on a show that went how long in you know, length 4 hours 4 hours total yeah so but to construct the match in that way with that finish to me just doesn't work because the way the match should have been told and I don't care if Brian's not I don't know if he signed a new deal. I don't know if he's staying going whatever it is because that will be the other rationale where well, you can't put over the guy who's not staying you don't lay that match out closer to 50-50 than I would expect over 23 minutes and end it with the brass knuckles the way you do that match is because of the Miz characters it goes half that time Brian dominates is clearly the better man is far superior because that's what people believe in the ring is much the better individual and then you have Ms. Sly's way to win with help from
1: the wife and the brass knuckles undeservingly so
2: looking as undeserving as you possibly can that's not how this match was laid out
1: no he was surviving everything he was getting to the ropes on the yes lock he was surviving the fucking 10-6 elbows
2: and the crowd the crowd were.
0: Yeah, they, how about another the pop for the heel winning? Yeah, <laughs> they pop for him though. When this is when, so this is when I thought they were in trouble when they show the he's there walking backstage and gets yeah. the pop, and it's like even if it's even if they're gonna cheer Brian more vociferously, there's a big current of Ms. sympathisers who because he's um, a good heel and charismatic that they'll they're gonna cheer him regardless of the fact he's shit in the ring and doesn't deserve to be in there with Daniel Bryan, <laughs> that's irrelevant to the company and it seems to be lost on the fans who don't apparently have, have, have forgotten that Miz is actually quite shit and looks like a fake wrestler. And uh, Still can't throw a punch to save his life. No. Can't throw a, uh, well, that's
2: let's not remind people of how terrible Cena and the Miz were at Mania <laughs> Years ago. Be- because, Never forget No, because if you put the belt on him that's the sort of thing you're going to find and I I, I find with with The Miz people I think he's that bad in the ring that people generally like really good wrestlers aren't able to bring him up to get a good match out of him, I think he brings people down to his level (laughs) I really do honestly believe that, genuinely 100% believe that, I think he's that bad Jesus
1: Christ. See, I don't hold it. Especially, him...
2: especially in relation to the focus he gets.
1: Yeah, so this is the thing. I, I don't think he's as, as completely poor as you paint him out to be. I think that he's serviceable, average, can be dragged to, to good. But, obviously, that's not the key... Selling point with him is the promos. It's, it's the package, it's And he's exceptional at that. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and no one around this table is going like to. No, that. no. How? And, but that's the thing when it comes time for the payoff, which was this. Like you say, I think that this match was way too long. This match, you could have done this match eventually. You know, if you, if you want to put him in a cage or hell in the cell or something like that, and you want to do the big thing, you can do. You're, there are ways to do a long match with these two where Miz. Slyly, luckily, gets the upper hand for periods of time on Brian, and Brian has to fight up against the odds or whatever. You can do a match like that, but I think doing it here, first time out, it made it made Miz look
0: great. It made Brian look not as good as I think he should have looked. It was the plan Miz to take the title, and then Brian's gonna take it off at Mania?
1: So that's what I, I would have thought that. But they're just they're burning through these matches. They're doing a mixed tag at the next pay-per-view with Brie Bella and oh, oh, and oh, oh yeah,
0: oh, I, I, I was going to say are they going to do that and I thought are they going to hot shot them and put them two on the women's pay-per-view as well probably they're
1: also going to do another miz Bryan <laughs> match at the show in Australia winner gets a title match in oh. the future which could very well be Miz winning to be AJ which would be a crime but
2: again therein lies the problem you can you can have Miz back door his way to a win in the programme to kick it off but if you have Miz beat him multiple times I don't care how sympathetic you can make Brian look or how vociferous Brian's biggest fans are most people will eventually just stop caring and I, th- I think you can see that now
1: anyway I think you can absolutely they, see they, that
2: their actions aren't anywhere near as uh, vociferous as they used to be
1: not, not, this is not
0: as big as it should be for Daniel Bryan coming back to
1: the world of wrestling after, after
0: what we uh, thought but, but are, any of us, are any of us surprised by that no but when this is the thing I, okay, I haven't watched the show for a two, couple of months um, probably not, you know, not long since he returned, really. Um, and to me, watching this show, it's like he's coming out, and now he's the parody. He's just—it's the Yes movement still. It's like that—that that, that was like ten years ago, or whatever. And now he's living the
1: now. Living
0: the now. He comes out, and he's doing his thing. The Yes, and it's like yeah, everyone's been doing this while he's been away. Still, and it's like okay, now, now it's his thing again. Do you really want to do it because it's kind of annoying really. And it's like if that's if you just bore the character down to that, it's like, well, you're gonna get sick of him pretty soon. Especially when you present him as a bit of a loser anyway. A, a, a whiny, non meat eating <laughs> wiener. <laughs>
1: and again you the guy who is 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 so poor, apparently, at this point that he's down <laughs> on how poor he is afterwards saying that his return has been a bust. Now granted we're judging this in the moment, and it feels like the logical end to this story is he wins the title at WrestleMania in his ultimate mm-hmm. redemption, right? Yes. But to me, Joe's the guy that the mountain to climb at the yes. end, <laughs> not the Miz. I know that they love this whole Miz Bryan thing. I really don't think that's the that, that's the payoff at the end of the rainbow. I think Joe should be because that to me is a far more impressive no one fucking was, match to build.
0: No one by the time Mania comes try no one wants to see this match again. Yeah, it'll be it'll be so lackadaisical in that huh. in that building if it, if they do that. Um, it's got, it's got, to, it's got to be Joe and Joe and Brian. It's got to be. Yeah.
2: And the thing is to to try and because of the way this company is to try and build the heat where they think people would care about this match at Mania. Like I say, I think Brian will have lost so many times by then.
1: Yeah. That it won't matter. Yeah. I can see him winning the Rumble. Brian.
2: Has he signed a new deal? Genuine question. I don't it's,
1: know. No, but it's apparently only really very really close. It's probably going to happen. But to me, I just love the idea of Joe threatening to end Brian's career once and once and for all at WrestleMania. It's like, oh come on, there's some great stuff there potentially. You can
2: throw, you can let him do a muscle buster in there, yeah. play, play off the concussions.
1: Yeah, he's been teasing it. He's been teasing it, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, interesting layer of land here for SmackDown, and a little bit discouraged by how this match. I don't think any, I don't think either guy came out of this match hotter in the way that they should be. No, no, because because you're
2: not because of the way the match again
1: i will get sick of my own voice <laughs> but,
2: but <laughs> yeah. hopefully our listeners don't but because of the way the match was laid out you're not its it doesn't leave you feeling angry enough that the Miz
0: got the win in the way he did no. Yeah, they, they didn't I mean yeah it didn't feel like it, an injustice it, an injustice yeah that's the thing there's no outrage when he does that finish I, I can't remember you said it Carl it should have been shorter and then the finish should have been yeah, some something dastardly like like he's if he's really in peril for if he's been in peril in, in the home straight for you know a couple of minutes, five minutes, and then he just he pulls out the most dastly dickish. Oh, I just it, it needs to be snappier, it needs to flow, it needs to be. I, I just yeah, it just didn't didn't do a lot, didn't do a lot for me. You mm. you
2: might say he didn't pack a
0: punch. Mm. Good one. I'm sorry Baron Corbin the constable here we go you can't tell me they didn't fucking steal constable Corbin off Corporal (laughs) Crone yeah fuck you you plagiarising motherfuckers
1: yeah we're on to you it'd be Captain Corbin yeah then it'd be Cormac Corbin yeah many teams up with gender. god damn it
2: that's when his heat's been cooled
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's already happened it's already happened mate here it was 1 minute 30 seconds to the demon your favourite wrestler your favourite Halloween costume, Carl. Yeah,
2: why, why was he the demon for SummerSlam? What was the sort of the real why. the real drive for this feud, the I'll real sort of why. blood feud nature of all that made him bring out the demon? I'll
0: tell you why. Go on. Here comes a logic bomb. Because when this match was announced, no one gave a flying fuck that it was on next. Until the boom boom hits, Oh, I'll stay around and watch this because I haven't seen this in a while. That's all it was. Because yeah. that what, that's what encouraged me to stay and watch this match when I had no interest in the Corbin whatsoever. I didn't care beyond that.
1: A, a, a fine ass kicking. It makes you wonder. Even Baron Corbin, a the guy they allegedly really, really like and are really, really high on, doesn't get treated too well. You know,
2: <laughs> even one of their own. Do you think it was maybe just uh, we talk about their thought process and they've looked at the at the rundown of this and thought we're giving him two DQs, a, a squash of Kevin Owens. We're putting the Miz over. Do we just need to do something that they're just going to like?
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think that's, uh, you know, I, I think that was the only reason this match to exist and they knew all along the whole idea here. Battle the Demon. Get a win. That's all you need. That's all you really needs. So I don't think they put that much more thought into it. Not to be but quite honest. Here's an idea. About as much thought as that Elias concert we got by the way shortly afterwards.
2: Yeah, here's an idea. If you're going to have a show and it's going to last four hours... Maybe you need to ask the question, does it need to be four hours if we're going to have three squash matches and an Elias concert? Maybe it could be three hours. Maybe we could lose an hour from somewhere and people would have the will to
0: live. <laughs> Carl, yeah. you're forgetting the very simple premise that more is more. <laughs> Always.
1: You coined that phrase, Carl. You should know. Mm. No, you should. I did. No, it was him. It was, if less is more, just imagine how much more more would be. okay. Well, uh, th- was th- it? I think
2: it might have been episode one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen to that. No, it wasn't. It was part of the timeline, which, by the way, you can listen to at SquaredCircleGazette.com when, when, when WCW picked up Thunder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is, oh, God, that yeah. where That's where it all began.
2: Yeah. We should remind ourselves, actually, and, and the listeners... As much as I may rant about things, it could be
1: worse. We could have all watched Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> now available on the WWE Network, for those of you with uh, self-harm issues, I suppose. <laughs> um, moving on, Shinsuke Nakamura, Jeff be- Hardy, yeah, United speaking- States Championship. Speaking of self-harm... Poor Jeff. First of no, all... No, 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 poor Jeff. No, it is poor he- Jeff. No, he's an idiot. No, I... He's I, an idiot. He shouldn't have done this, granted. Idiot. Jeff Hardy did not look thrilled by the way with the crowd <laughs> before he did all this probably knowing in his mind I'm about to fucking take this stupid fucking bump for these miserable silent fuckers who don't care at this point in the show Nakamura and Jeff for the first two minutes to me this is the greatest match of all time the way they're dicking around doing each other's shtick I love fucking Nakamura just as a heel he's so great as a heel he should have been the champion he should have beaten AJ it's, I, I, I'm convinced um but yeah, hey, it is what it is and again, unfortunately, neither of these guys as good as Nakamura is, they've as Jets too and it just feels like and again, the match placement on this show is just fucking awful, this this philosophy of oh well, you've got to you, gotta, you know, bring them up then bring them down, cool them bring them up for the main events, awful theory I don't know if there's ever any evidence that this theory is correct I,
2: th- I think it all it all, not all play back to Mania 19 19 or 18 I, I was thinking 19 because that's the one where they actually didn't have a match in a death spot wasn't it when you think they went oh Triple H- they went Triple H Booker Austin Rock or was it no Hogan McMahon Hogan Austin Rock then into Lesnar Angle and because the Lesnar Angle match didn't get the reaction they wanted and maybe they were sort of soured by the buy rate as well which wasn't their fault the matter the show was wholly presented around fucking Vince and Hogan for mm-hmm. Christ's sake that those sort of f- factors have meant that they've to this day from that time point on thought we have to have matches that bring the crowd down because we just we we burn them out
1: or oh, well, you can just put on I'm those not de- heavily I'm, advertised I'm, match I'm, on last
2: yeah i'm i'm not i'm not defending the way i think they go about it but i i'm trying to trying to understand why they do and i've always thought
1: it sort of played played mm. back to that i could see that after a couple of uh, shaky wrestlemanias where they, the last match 18 and 19 didn't get the uh, the best reaction in the world but uh, hey there you go Nakamura wins Jeff Hardy with a senseless swant on to the apron the man is hurting already and then he does this and then we all get treated to Randy Orton sauntering sauntering <laughs> down the aisle just to decide at the end can't be arsed he <laughs> goes back up the ramp
2: it's kind of a microcosm of the last few years for him <laughs> <It was>, really
1: <laughs> it took longer to put his boots on than it did to do that angle
2: and again, does no one wear street clothes anymore? Why was Orton in his gear? He wasn't wrestling, or did he wrestle on the pre-show? No, no. He no. Didn't. So why? <laughs> why? Even even though his wrist's taped up.
0: I think this is just a communication issue because he changes in his Winnebago and he doesn't get messages come through to him and he wasn't told he doesn't need to be in his gear so he mm. put on his little pants assuming
1: it, he was going to be doing something important yeah
0: you know they got me here they threw so. me in yeah
1: they're paying for it <laughs> um, you should have fucking walked down the aisle and just shook Jeff Hardy's I, unconscious hand that would have been the fucking pop of the night for me I think with, all the, with all the handshake stories with the writers in the last couple of weeks that would have been fucking yeah. fantastic to play off of that
0: oh, I was going to go from what it did, what did to Divas bags back in the day and took a shit on his <laughs> chest that's heat <laughs> yeah you believe Steaming. You, exactly pushed you, you you pushed this The new Orton heel character to me, Liam It just looked like Randy Orton To <laughs> me yeah.
1: To be honest This was not Randy Orton's finest hour just, In terms of this heel run. He's had some fantastic moments in this heel run, the, the, the pulling of Jeff Hardy's hole in his ear changing, but, the, the creeping behind the curtain That was quite, that was quite a good that, one That
0: sounds great But a cursory changing of your outfit To look slightly different and fresh
1: Would have been nice Could have gone a long way, actually <laughs> um We did have a change of uh appearance in the next match as Ronda Rousey comes out with some crashable makeup yeah, what, slash what, face paint. What the fuck was that? I thought she fucking
0: came off great storming down the other one. She was gonna fucking kill somebody. The, the mean mugging would have been so much better without the makeup. That's That's what what thought, wonderful yeah. face. Um, it d- 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 yeah, wasn't a fun really <laughs> God this sounds negative. Uh, of the way this was put together because it was a bit too Vince versus Brett for me it was a massacre mm. there was, wasn't was there wasn't enough conflict for Rhonda there was no there was no one no,
1: no, no believed like of Brett no. So
0: she was it was just you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna die now and, and that's and it didn't get, she wasn't you know beloved um, you need to set up, up obstacles make her look cool like the, in the the, the, the um, preview vid, the vids when uh, she's like killing the fucking security stuff it's <laughs> perfect god damn was so beautiful to watch and then the, okay it's a, I know it's okay that's that's the hype to get you to pay to watch this, but still you pay officers, yeah, okay, she beat and she's the great run to race, that's fine, so okay, whatever I wouldn't have done it against alexa against tiny little alexa bliss, though it would have worked better if if this
2: at SummerSlam she was killing Nia Jax you know, at least from an optic standpoint, it's someone who's, who's bigger than her. It, it, no, that seems the match looks, for SummerSlam. Looks, I, don't looks, they, I don't know why they. Looks more them. imposing. You know, it just it just makes more sense from an optic standpoint.
1: With the with the booking of the women's division, I've not seen any real justification why they needed to go the route of Carmella winning the belt off Charlotte after the Charlotte Ask match at WrestleMania, or the Alexa Bliss beating, getting the belt in the way she did off Nia, so that Rousey could beat her. Unless they were afraid that Nia was going to get cheered against Ronda or something, because they did that whole big bullying thing. But they kind of they half-assed turned the heel anyway. Well, they, that, they
2: turned the heel match. a week later for, for the purposes of
1: doing that match. Match in. Which again, pointless. Why yeah. you just do that match at SummerSlam unless they were yeah. so dead? You, you could have you could have had Ronda kill Alexa in the build-up to this match.
2: Yeah, and it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have hurt Alexa because no one buys Alexa as a credible threat to Rousey. So anyone when they're in there with with Ronda. It's a different dynamic, you know. If they're in there with someone else from the women's division, fine. A win or a loss might might matter. When you're in there with with Ronda, you're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. I mean, there's there's no booking of the women's division in on Raw now, is it? There's, it's just it's Ronda and how do we get the pieces to her? Mm-hmm. Basically, how, how, how do we feed the oh, How do we feed the monster babyface in a sense? As yes, it should be. I I just always found it funny that they after all this they put the title on. Nia Jax who's a terrible wrestler and put about on Carmella who's a terrible wrestler just because I think it's a nice cold dose of reality to all those people who <laughs> pat themselves on the back and talk about the women's revolution
1: fuck off <laughs> uh, they, of, they, the way, they
2: may have done a few bits and pieces round the edges but this company's MO is still the same and don't you believe any different
1: and if you had any doubts here come the trailblazing Bella Twins you can
2: oh. let but you can't touch.
1: <laughs> yeah. So how, how
2: did that go down?
1: Like a fucking lead balloon. So I, I was, uh, I was kind of amused by the boos that they received their backstage promo. I was like, oh, these
0: fucking two arseholes are <laughs> back. I don't understand that As well. what I don't understand about this is that they are polar opposites. On my interpretation of using the Bellas is that to the. Little girly audience somewhere who normally watches who do squeal for exactly, exactly. That's cool, as I said before, it's it's not aimed at me, but I appreciate good promotion. Um, but they seem to always want to use the Bellas as the crossover to get other girls over to that little, the girly audience. Mm. Rhonda is the polar opposite of you should be doing that with Rhonda's the one who should be saying, I'm here to wear makeup and reality shows i mean, to kill bitches and then take them both out and it's oh god it's so simple it she'd be so over there wouldn't be there'd be no ambiguity if she if she told the Bellas to fuck off back to reality TV or something
1: yeah. see this is what I'm kind of hoping happens because the planned main event for the women's preview is Ronda and Nikki Bella so hopefully it turns that way Re-
2: women's revolution <laughs> yeah so that's the plan there's more fight in the Prague Spring. One
1: handkerchief. <laughs> 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 Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I, I wish I got the guy. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, honestly, at this point, it's like, hey, they, 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 they Natalia comes out in the anvil's jacket six days after he's died. I didn't know why I really made her that. She really seemed to serve no purpose. Oh
0: god, that was so awkward as well. Yeah. You got Ronda over and over again. Again, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Probably me- genuinely meaning it. Yeah. That having yeah. the strength that. Of- Keep your emotions together and come out on national television.
1: Wearing your dad's jacket. Well,
0: why the fuck? Runners not the one who should be saying, "I'm so proud of you." And oh god, it's just
1: again.
2: Yeah, it's it's not the dynamic you're supposed to be portraying for your wrestling. <sighs> I you know, maybe maybe she wanted to be there. Maybe it's more a case of, you know, "This is what I want to do. I don't want to. I don't want you know. I'll dwell on it my own terms. I think I'd, I'd like something to take my mind off it. Perhaps that sort of thinking, but." I'd, r- I'd rather she just be given the time off oh, to why was she to, there? to grieve. Yeah, what, and, what, what post did she it, say? It didn't it didn't it didn't serve a purpose?
1: Unless they were so concerned that maybe there'd be some kind of backlash or something, they thought, oh, if we put Natalia with her, then there's no way that anybody's going to boo. So then they fucking put the balance with her. <laughs> Brilliant, <laughs> Natalia just seemed
0: she was just there. She looked, like it, I thought she was zombified. Like I, mean, I, I don't blame her. Yeah, no, yeah. no, and, and you wouldn't expect
2: anything less, would you?
0: Yeah, I, I would. just what it just. This gratuitous exploitation because there's no other reason apart from the sympathy of my dad just fucking died yeah. and you and she's told not to, she didn't do anything about him she went out stood there did this awkward smile and then the awkward celebration was run around. no there's no need for it it was it was so transparent that oh it's because your dad died and it's she didn't want to be there so don't sleep her home yeah I don't know but uh,
1: speaking of company manipulations let's move to the main event that everybody's been waiting for since the last time they did this match. <laughs> um Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, the Championshi uh, at Universal Championship, excuse me, God. <laughs> well all, all these titles are getting confused. I I I. you know, the build up to this is what it is. They've been trying for so long now to try and hoodwink the people into cheering for Roman Reigns. It doesn't work. <laughs> they've 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 hurt Brock Lesnar in the process of doing this the way he means almost fucking one tenth of one percent of what he used to mean in mm-hmm. terms of the heel and beatable champion. Now it's just a thing of oh can we just get the belt off in meanwhile Brock Lesnar is still yeah. oh, god a god. fucking stellar performer I thought he was so great in Brilliant. this match as a prick as a, in terms of selling for Roman he's great in terms of beating up Braun and throwing the briefcase and breaking the stage god damn it you know what you're all going to miss Brock Lesnar. you fucking are because he's the best thing in pro wrestling yeah. and you're th- so fucking naive not to see it. it's, it's it's the way he's being used that is boring <laughs> it's not the individual so when people and yeah, yeah people can belly because it ends up falling on, on the guy of oh well if he's not there to do more but it's like he can do more. We've seen him do more. We've seen him do fucking great stuff this entire run. It's just been tempered with this boring booking because they really have no <laughs> ideas. And if you need any proof, look at the fact they're, they're recycling the same match. Roman and Brock. I'm <laughs> thinking that this time will be the one and, we can and, get.
2: And their ultimate desire, above all else, above everybody else, is to try and make Roman Reigns beloved. And in their world, if Lesnar has to be collateral damage that as short sighted as it is, that's what they'll try and do.
1: What did everybody think of this match, the way that it played out? In terms of the goal, in terms of what they wanted, in terms of what it actually was. Um, Considering this was the end of three and a half years or four years of planning to get to this point, Brock beat Taker at Mania 30. The idea that night was that Brock would eventually lose to Roman to help coronate him. Here we are four and a half years later. And they stammered and they staggered on this plan, they reworked it, they tried, they thought the timing wasn't right, they got it to this point, they used the brawn cash-in promise at the start, and then as soon as the match was finished, they went off the so edge. Well, for- on
2: on one hand, yeah. you you almost want to applaud them because of the way they they managed to just sort of you know, manipulate the presentation enough. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a perfect execution by any means, because you still got the you both suck chant. you know, so but they they did about as well as they could in terms of manipulating the circumstances to get out of there and to cut the cameras off <laughs> before the crowd realize <laughs> that, that strowman's not going to cash in <laughs> and they're fucking livid <laughs> you
1: know what i thought but, was, i just visualized everyone backstage pulling an Earl of montrose running to the cars <laughs> and just getting this out of <laughs> get
2: get back across that fucking brooklyn bridge quick
1: go 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 go. (laughs) rev up the engine lanza
2: where are you staying tonight? Trenton New Jersey (laughs) (laughs) Um, but when you have to twist yourself in so many knots to achieve this at some point you have to ask yourself yes we've executed this as well as we could but maybe there was something wrong with the initial idea. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, just maybe, our plans have gone a bit awry. Evidently, not with the company, but
1: <laughs> yeah, he has become the top merch seller in the company, finally overtaking John Cena. By the way, apparently, yeah. Well, it took
2: Cena to be off television for the better
1: part of how long? Yeah, and getting in three I minutes. Yeah, to yep, take, to take
2: a collateral damage. Case in point.
1: Yeah, um, I was a smart move, by the way. A, but yeah, just
2: I, I must. Admit, I I fall into the, the camp of. And I'm probably a bit harsher on Reigns than you two are. I think that's fair to say because I still detest him. Um, I'd probably just be happy if he was just a, you know, just a heel, just accepted as a heel. Um, but they're never going to care about him.
1: Oh, they care about him. Well, no, sorry, sorry.
2: Yeah, wrong wrong choice of words because I remember. Going unnecessarily ballistic when they trotted out the old line of polarizing. No, no, he's not polarizing, because everybody hates him. Okay, there, there may be 10% of the audience that like. I him.
1: saw some signs in the crowd of him doing. There are those fists, the fist yeah, wank. Yeah, but, <laughs> but these are
2: these are the people. That, these <laughs> the, I think my wider point still stands. People, for the most part, just hate him, and they're always going to hate him until he becomes a heel, which they're never going to do so you know, but that being said I fall into the category of this is what you want to do you should have just done it fucking earlier put the belt on him and just run with it then because I I, I, the, that's what you want to do anyway so rather than go through all this contrived nature and hurting other people in the, in the process including both of them yeah yeah, yeah unw- unwittingly or unwittingly you know just go with your plan there then just do it and see where it leads you. I think I know that I think I know where it leads you, but you may as well just fucking do it because that's what you really want to do. And I'd much rather that than this stop-start nature for us to just be sort of dragged along for the ride.
1: Yeah, I will say in terms of the uh I, I the one thing that I uh, was annoyed about is if I understand that okay They didn't want to repeat at WrestleMania because that was a fucking farce and a disaster. And you can say that it's the audience's fault, and I would probably agree most of the time, but they've also dug their own grave with this. So since they have, they were trying for one night to dig themselves out of the grave by using Strowman and his popularity as a mechanism to kind of flim-flam their way through a six-minute match so that they can get the belt to Reigns. If you're going to do that, if the whole idea of this is that in the end you want to give Reigns the big win, don't do a distraction finish don't do a distraction finish don't have Brock Lesnar staring at Braun for a while then turning around to a spear
0: because Absolute it's like fucking bullshit what is it if you're going to hold it off to pull the trigger at the right time he speared him like 3000 times cumulatively mm-hmm. and never beaten him and the one that worked is when he wasn't paying attention so but what's he's, the story but he wasn't even tired he's recovered from the beatdown he was, he was in control of everything if you're going to do that don't do the move that we've seen not work every single time just roll him up does it matter roll they, him up and they do like a roll up finish on TV that's the shock finish then and then it's like you don't he it was a fluke you don't deserve it and then you, maybe Jesus you might even get another match out of it I just couldn't believe this they've absolutely killed Lesnar in terms of disliked rather than having heat he's, it, it, they've moulded this you know fake real storyline of leaving and, and it's just it, he's not a hit he's just uh, groans And Roman's always getting groans. It was just a horrible dynamic. If they've tried all this, hurt Lesnar, hurt everyone else, all you had to do, if you wanted Roman to be a face, was turn him heel, make him champion, and make him the man. And within six months, everyone would have loved him. Because in this fucking atmosphere and environment of pussy baby faces are too scared to say boo to a goose, a man standing up for himself the people would have gravitated towards because finally someone's acting like a man and eventually they'd have cheered him yeah in
1: a world of beta males the alpha is king and that's that would work think, well, well and then you got Roman the supposed mm-hmm. alpha male getting beaten by fucking Lashley one month before this by the way again yeah a little pat on the back there
2: but again that, that stands to the old. they don't look at the wins and losses matter and they don't protect people in the way they should yeah and
1: then none of the baby faces are over like yeah. they should be so there you go but
2: uh, I think a, a prime example of Kieran's point there is Samoa Joe look how he's acting look how he's behaving and look how the crowd are gravitating towards him it's not all ballistic let's throw our babies up in the air maniacal cheering but you can see the audience gravitating to him you get the Joe chance when he's walking out to the ring he was cheered during that match against Styles the Styles wasn't booed or anything but people liked what Joe did Obviously, Liam. Off there, you've shown us the clip of uh,
1: SmackDown this week. SmackDown,
2: where he basically just kicks the shit out of Styles, yeah. and looks like a badass, yells into the camera. which yeah.
1: no one does anymore. Yeah.
2: And you can hear what sounds like small children saying, "I love you, Joe." <laughs>
0: Isn't that the problem? Yeah. There?
2: And and then but then but then when he's finished his promo, he dumps the mic. You hear the Joe chants again. <laughs> Sticks out like a sore thumb.
1: Yeah. It is what it is. This is this is the wacky world of wrestling we've found ourselves in, where the big coronation of Roman reigns after four and a half years is a distraction finish. Where they need the real top eight face to come in and fucking save the match. (laughs) So that's SummerSlam. Overall I found it really hard to kinda grade the show because as much as there were like elements of things I liked kind of throughout the show, it was all tempered by the overall feeling of not that many people are all that hot on the roster none of these issues and matches feel like they've got a lot of source behind them, and because like, you get into the match, and when it's over you are kind of left feeling like okay, now that's happened, now let's move on, and there's no fucking yeah. resonance you know, that's that's kind of the vibe we've got right now, unfortunately
2: It almost sounds like a contradiction in terms when you when you watch the shows and you see a takeover crowd who are always pretty good for the most part, you see a crowd at SummerSlam who react to the you know, have such a passionate response to the main event, and react to other things. There were lulls, but you see, so you, you get reactions in sort of moments in time. That, having watched that, despite that, there's just this sense of a complete malaise around the company,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's it's not a it's not a new phenomenon. But uh, but you you never get the sense that it's it's going to be lifted any time soon, or
1: if at all, really, because of the way that they present things. So having said that, there's a few things I want to touch on before we uh, leave the airwaves here, gentlemen, because the next night on Raw, it had Braun Teaser cash-in, the crowd's on fire, it's a very, very
0: hot last five minutes of Raw, The Shield returns. I got one for you. After all this time, I liked it, obviously, because I'm a huge Shield mark. Oh, yeah. But... I mean, and they were cool as fuck just walking out. That's, oh, yeah. the, the Ambrose swag and having a swag, but the, the Ambrose strides. walking with fucking yeah, purpose great. too. So this, they, they look great together. I mean, you've acknowledged you've put Strowman into that match last night, or his involvement in the main event the night before, because he's the one face who's over. And you bring the Shield back against him. I mean, why didn't you do that the night before? Yeah, it's kind that of might have thought. got a Shield reunion and taken out of Brock might have got a baby face pop that's that might have kind of confused the fans and, and worked them into cheering Roman a little yeah. bit more than, that, than what's gone down so I'm I'm, I'm very confused with the timing of it um, yeah seems Especially to me the three just... on one three on being up, three, being up the monster face three on one that's a very strange dynamic to be doing really <laughs> yeah <laughs> it yeah, sure it, is
2: it stands to reason that if, if you're going to do it for if your purpose is for the shield to be the babyface group and to in theory hoodwink fans into cheering reigns by association yeah the last guy you you do it against brock lesnar the guy that you've hammed up is the part-timer who doesn't care is not a fighting champion you know bearing in mind your thought processes you're so concerned about a crowd reaction that you have to get Strobing in there for a tease that you're not going to deliver, and you cut the cameras off quickly at the end of the show. You know, if if that's your thought process of how bad you think it's going to be, why? Yeah, why not do the Shield reunion there and against the guy who's not beloved?
1: Especially because there's really no logic. If the idea is okay, well, you don't want to do that because you don't give Roman the win over Brock in the end. He has to get his mates in to help him beat Brock. But guess what? You need a distraction anyway to beat him, so it doesn't fucking matter. You might as well have done what people would have actually legitimately loved, which is to hear. Sierra Hotel, Indio Echo Lima Delta, then and oh my god, we're gonna we are gonna fucking kill Brock and just wipe him out of the company and the shield fucking <laughs> rules all. Yes, Roman <coughs> Reigns. And if, if they'd and all if, been buying his T shirt by the end of the and night. Yet,
2: and if your argument is Well, we can't do that because he needs to get his win over Lesnar Even with the destruction machine, if you're thinking is he needs to get his win over Lesnar, so we don't want to do that sort of finish there, well all that Becomes irrelevant when you do it the next night, anyway, against the one baby face on Raw that's over. That yeah. people are actually excited to see. Yeah, regardless of my personal opinion as Strowman, as a, you know, in terms of the ring stuff. The ring stuff. Um, <laughs> the ring stuff. <laughs> it's getting late. We're in the shank of the evening. Um, but yeah, it, it it is very hard and. I'm curious about the way it was portrayed because Michael Cole, as the lead announcer, doesn't sound overly perturbed by it. Yeah, you know, he, he's not... He's happy. He's yeah, happy to yeah, see it. He's not, he's not portraying it as some sort of... Diabolical. Diabolical, dastardly, heel beatdown of a beloved character who's being screwed out of his opportunity. Because really, what's Strowman done wrong? He's only done what anyone would do with the Money in the Bank Brickleys. So he hasn't done... Heel acts that require retribution from the Shield but yet your lead commentator seems overjoyed by the fact that they're reunited and that, oh,
1: you know,
2: so it, it leads it leads me to think
1: he's it, the voice of the modern WWE fan well he that's, is that's the grand army of he is it doesn't fucking matter he is. the Shield's back but but <laughs> but, doesn't,
2: <laughs> but doesn't it it leads me to suspect that they're not going to portray the Shield as heels then going forward that's what it makes You're me think
0: Roman of course they're not going <laughs> to
2: so what it's, it's three baby faces against one baby face
0: yes yeah.
2: so although they're not going to portray loads
0: of cheers yeah. Yeah. that's four no. baby faces no
2: no, there won't be what will happen is that rather than Reigns be cheered by association ultimately once the warm and fuzzy feeling that certain people will get from the shield being back together will soon wane off and we'll be in a situation <laughs> where Rollins and Ambrose are booed along with him
1: well then at least in that case you can treat them as heels
2: but they probably won't because Reigns is with them oh god <laughs> <laughs> this is the conundrum in which we
0: find ourselves the scariest thought is that through all this they just end up turning Ambrose heel
1: yeah I think that's why like I'm you not.
0: only bring them as you say we're not sorry, I don't. Know, I haven't seen the build but when I saw Ambrose come out looking like that with his with his uh, dirty skin head and alongside uh, Rollins it's like mm, oh god I hope he doesn't but it does look like he's going to turn on him yeah. at some point and it is that's is—that's the, the—that's their logic their psychology is that we'll put the shield back together and it'll really piss everyone off when the one guy who they actually haven't booed at any point through this Dean is the one who turns on the other two
1: I wonder what reaction that'll get when he turns on Roman Reigns
0: costing the title and he gets the fucking like Austin yes 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 winning a world war Austin Stunning Hitler kind of pop yeah <laughs> which was a huge pop if you haven't seen that it's on, the, <laughs> it's, on, the it's on YouTube no it's not on the network oh okay you're not allowed Nazis on the network you're not allowed anything gritty or real not that I'm calling Nazi Nazis gritty but was boys on there plenty that's true yeah. but they yeah. never yeah but they never goose stepped no I think PG-13 are on there as well yeah
1: they're a bit of a shady
0: bunch aren't yeah they?
2: yeah okay Fair enough. And so, to say nothing of some of the audience who were probably in the crowd during those um, <laughs> Smoky Mountain shows, and let's not forget Road and let's not forget Hog slash Road slash Roadkill for the pay per view buy rate.
1: Okay, there's a few things I want to get to here because obviously we got a little bit of time left. We didn't bury Coachman, which and he needs to be buried for this show because his whole fucking that, that whole spot with the Ronda Rousey smell and drop when, he's, when he talks about how uh, when Ron says, "Are you ready?" And I thought she was saying to the fans, because she was trash-talking a bit.
0: I thought she was talking to the fans, which I didn't
1: like. I thought that was not that... No, I didn't like it either. That's not that feels shit. However, I guess the commentators thought that she was talking to Alexa. In an attempt to cover it up, Coachman says, well, that's nice, she's telling them what she's going to do. And she's asking if she's ready to take the move. It's like, fuck you, Coachman, you you, of shit. (laughs) How can you
0: say Percy Watson's worse than that man, Carl?
1: Because
2: Percy Percy Watson's trying.
0: Percy Watson. (laughs) I think Percy Watson does have more difficulty getting words out than Coach. Coach just comes across like he doesn't give a shit He
2: doesn't care. He's. he's, Oh, God, a paycheck.
0: He did say one thing that was mildly amusing. If you
2: have your choice, would you keep any of the following? (laughs) Percy Watson, Jonathan Coachman, David Otunga, and Byron Saxton. (laughs) Have I forgotten anyone?
1: Booker T was quite awful. Booker T.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you keep any of them? I I would use heel booker because I do I found heel. oh uh, I found you. I'm sorry sorry there was anyone answer to your question was there yes, sir, fucking buddy. fascist <laughs> the true you dirty <laughs> racist fascist I think I think the color of their skin does not dictate whether they're good or bad at their job just because they're all shit doesn't mean hang on I've lost a train of my <laughs> thought now all the white people are shit too yes <laughs> the no, white no. people are shit too actually I will say yes. with the
1: exception I thought Corey Graves had a good night for the first time in a while at SummerSlam I actually liked a few, uh, a few bits of his input there when, when they're trying to talk about Miz's uh, cheating to win and as they show the replay and he pulls out a very Bobby Heenan esque sorry there's a little bit of glare on my monitor though I didn't <laughs> yeah. see it like that amused me and also pointed out the whole uh, the, the, the Styles clash when he only hooked the one arm before he did it and Corey pointed out and said maybe that's the way Joe survived it's like little things like that there's some fa- okay adding some personality to the show and adding some fucking value to the match I appreciate that Corey Graves you did well it's been a while but you had a good show so thank well, I, you I, I Michael did- Cole was fucking awful by the I way was, yeah what do you think Hulk Hogan's take would have been, Carl, on the uh, current commentary situation? Probably the same as yours, wouldn't it? <laughs> Don't throw me in there with the orange <laughs> goblin.
0: <laughs> Too dark for
1: you, it? <laughs> uh. <laughs> See? I know it was something you, are, you um, wanted to sound off here on the Hulk Hogan Brotherhood comments. Uh, yeah,
2: this, this might seem completely unrelated to what we've been talking about, but no, on, on. on the notion... Lightning of, round of hot news. Yeah, on the notion of any other business. And we'll, we'll bring the Dave Meltzer... Stuff back in this yeah i'm I'm not going to defend Dave dave Meltzer if he's criticizing someone purely for the way they look you know i mean he, you know he has his opinion that's fine if if people want to criticize that they're well within their rights to criticize it that's not my issue
1: I, mean, my I apologize I- for it yeah my he seems yeah, to
2: my it. my issue is the level of criticism to the extent that your apology wasn't enough for an apology. We want blood, <laughs> but we can overlook this you know. And this is this is WWE employees, whether they be active wrestlers or or road agents. Such, as I mean, Finlay used it as a uh, to take a cheap shot at the dirt sheet writers, um, but the, the likes of um, Tyler Breeze in particular, who I, I thought came across as overly obnoxious and disingenuous <laughs> with, with his it's. It, it, I'm paraphrasing but it's sort of a it's on you Dave it's not on anyone else to be better oh fuck off because none of you spoke up when they were doing the body shaming storyline for Nia Jax because that's what that was about how many company employees reached for their pitchforks when they did the Mickey James fat angle back in the day Vicky Guerrero Vicky Guerrero
1: Kevin Owens is the guy that looks got a bowling ball under his shirt from Stroman a couple of a few weeks before what? yeah. what's yeah. happened yeah. sorry okay so for those of you who don't know and Kieran you'll probably be one of these people uh, that's why I said yes sorry I should have probably done a bit of a prelude to backtrack to backtrack okay. Dave Meltzer made a comment on his radio show talking about Peyton Royce saying and he was actually alluding to her having a boob job but mm. he was trying to talk around it and said that he thought that she looked more attractive at NXT mm. And said she was lighter. Which got... When that clip was taken and sent to her... Uh, she basically said... What would you like us to do, Dave? Starve.
2: It, it, does, it doesn't come across... It doesn't come, come across it, as it's, clear. It's, that's it's, the problem. it's, it's particularly in art form. But that's
0: the... But, 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 fuck the modern no, book. No. You have to talk around no. any subject. Any no. criticism. You have, well, sorry, no. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. But any time... You can't actually criticise... Uh, everyone has an opinion in social media... But you can't actually have a genuine opinion... Because you have to watch everyone's sensitive feelings... How will we just fucking blow up the internet then? Because if everyone's getting offended so much, you fucking pussies. People are
2: entitled,
0: whether or not you agree, they're entitled to
2: criticise Meltzer. It's that level of criticism and the disingenuous nature of it. How they'll speak up at that moment and pile on Day Meltzer when they'll overlook, you know, X, Y, and Z when it comes to to people's looks. Well, this is the company that mocked JR's facial paralysis to use another example oh yeah but Vince, yeah.
1: Vince did that impression that was class yeah
2: I, I remember all the people lining the streets in anger then I, that didn't happen did it no no it didn't happen how about Hogan That's so, the so, 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 the so f- that laugh. brings us yeah to Hogan to Hogan and one or two individuals I think um,
1: I mean, credit t- Titus O'Neill's t- massive bollocks for saying what he t- said t- Titus
2: O'Neill being a, a prime example who, oh, I love that who, guy who, who didn't just take the line of he's apologised I'm okay with it. It's all fine now. We're going to pretend he's not really racist. <laughs> and I think um, didn't Kofi, did, the, did the new day release release a combined Speaking on behalf of the group, so that everyone there was radio silence from the rest of the people
1: in the company. Even when Titus said what he said and said that it was a non-apology and he and he doesn't believe that he's sorry, no one backed him up. No one fucking spoke out and said, "Good on you, Tyus." We kind of agree. Radio silence. <laughs> Titus O'Neill, massive bollocks. <laughs> that guy which brings
2: us to the last few days where hogan has said that people who didn't within the company who didn't accept his apology and again i'm not quoting him verbatim i'm paraphrasing here don't understand the brotherhood of professional wrestling oh right so what do you think the, the these people on their moral high ground where i think the you know the slope is slipping somewhat it's a bit precarious but they're up there What do you think those people did in response to those remarks? They said said three-fifths of fuck all. (laughs) The pious nature of some of these people. If you're going to be offended, you have every right to be offended. You You have every right to criticise someone if you want to. You can do it in an artful way, an inartful way, but at least be bloody consistent about it.
1: I just and it's not again, it doesn't mean that one side's right and one side's wrong, it's just that fact of you fuckers are so quick to pile on someone you know you can pile on, but when it comes time for yeah, a you know, lot like of dirty Saudi oil money that they took by the way to, to have a show with no women on. Yeah, that that women, the the, the women
2: couldn't be at, and Sammy Zayn's presence was questioned or yeah. somewhat because of no, his No, presence. he was
1: banned, he was told he couldn't be on the show because of his ethnicity. No one meant no one bats a fucking either. Corey Graves made a cryptic internet comment about it, but that was it.
2: They, the company goes to promote to the length of promotional videos explaining saudi arabia's advancements and progression mm. which takes them in line with thinking of around the 1920s
1: yeah so by the way uh, i believe they're just they're trying to pass a law to get a death penalty on a uh, female um, i believe pester, i believe
2: she's been sentenced to beheading yes where's the moral indignation now you fuck wits
1: yeah, there were bigger issues, and I'm not again. This isn't saying that what was said was right because it wasn't. So I guess we've got a couple of minutes left. Carl, world of sports, I want your thoughts. Um, I know what I think. I, I know what most people think the ratings. I think. I
2: think the numbers are indicative of what people think of the show. Um, and I wasn't. <sighs>
1: yeah. And I wasn't. That's not a logical bomb by the way. Yeah, is no. That?
2: No. <laughs> there is quite a crater where the ratings used to be, mind you. <laughs> um, I. I want to say I, I I went in sort of optimistic and you know wanting to really give it a chance, but I'd be lying b- because the, because unfortunately you know the presentation was exactly what I expected it to be. It comes across as sort of campy and cartoonish and b rate uh but the remark the word I used to to explain this to you a few days ago Lynn, was that it screams of of the mid nineties and gladiators T-time it's typical it's typical ITV tea time telly it could easily be from the same production company it's, it's that it's that sort of presentation and it just it, it comes off as bush league and the audience for it is is, is it more than halved oh, the TV, ratings? TV ratings by now yeah
1: they dropped they dropped 42% in two weeks um, and I think it went up a little bit it's kind of staying around the same awful level of 540,000 viewers on a Saturday afternoon which by the way is terrible. Oh and which A fucking game show did triple that by the way before World of Sports started is your average rating by the way.
2: And which by the way 5pm on a Saturday afternoon slash evening is not prime time despite how you attempt to portray it. And you know who you are.
1: (laughs) You knew this thing was fucked as soon as Alex Shane showed up. <laughs> it's like oh, oh fuck yeah, hell, here we go.
2: I I've, I've said to you, him I credit the man for being able to get his greasy mitts on as much money as he can. More power to him if he can do it. But why, if you're There's a sucker one every minute? A, absolutely, and they all reside within British wrestling. It would seem. <laughs> but if, if you're part of the team that's putting this together, the second Alex
0: Shane phones, you
2: don't answer the
1: call. <laughs> <laughs>
0: thing is he puts some voices and like before you realise it oh shit it's Alex Shane
2: you didn't send the email did you you did send the email oh, I shit.
0: bet he just used it... burner phones as well so he never actually got his number he's yeah. got
2: several burner accounts on Twitter
1: Ah, oh, bastard yeah it's <laughs> <laughs> latest scam so yeah that's the thing and the, the sadness about it all is you can totally see it coming. Actually, I think I, I wrote this on Twitter about three months ago. My big fear with this show is that it's going to be—it's going to look with the constant quick cuts, the close-up on the crowd going "oh," and they look like, constant the replays. It's going to be hammy. It's going to be cheesy. They're not going to make any stars. And my biggest fear—and it came true—copycatting every wrestling trope from America: the evil boss, the—it's just. What's the point in watching Never this show? I think it feels like it's time, lads, uh, to wrap up here. I really need a piss. Okay, on that note then, it's definitely <laughs> time to wrap it up. So I want to thank everybody for listening. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, before we uh,
0: we say goodbye for a little while?
1: Watch New Japan. Watch the G1 Climax, everybody. All is not, is not lost in the world of pro wrestling. The G1 Climax, if you haven't seen it already, go and watch it because there are at least, no exaggeration, 20 to 25 matches in that tournament that are fucking beautiful. Um, so yeah by all means seek it out so uh, with that said I want to thank you all one more time head to Squared for the archive of every show we've ever done Monday Night War Timelines, the trial series lots of uh, random topics and all the current events talk just like today so for Carl Jones
2: I'm off to my Joe shrine now
1: and for Kieran O'Rourke oh, I'm just going I I am even O'Rourke and we are out of here talk to you soon